यू हैव अ लैम दैट एक जलता किया ही दिए को जला सकता है वाई डू बी वन कम्पेयर
doctor reading that little line, I will be arrested for not taking a fucking vaccine. This is not a fucking joke anymore. This is fucking dead serious. I am fucking dead serious. These people don't know who the fuck they're actually playing with. They are, in a group they might come and fucking intimidate me and whatnot. But fuck, they do not understand what the fuck just one person like myself is capable of. They do not fucking understand. No fucking vaccine or MRA will ever flow through my fucking blood blood. Never! I will fucking die fucking fighting for my forefathers and my fucking lineage. Fuck these motherfuckers. folks back for another one up dogs putting in the shifts at the coalface at the moment but today is a special day because we'll be streaming with our commander rixie and uh getting the latest because uh charles has uh put up a preprint uh about the uh the early cases in wuhan which uh i'm waiting for him to join the zoom chat there he jumps in so uh all the griff links are down below folks you know what to do anything i get today i will split with uh commander rixie so please 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 feed the coon feed the marine and uh, let's do this admit and if i do oh no too much cooming Far too much cooming on. Uh... Wait, 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 wait. Let's turn this off. Commander Rixie, sir, are you there? I am here. Can you? Yes, we can. I do apologise. We had a misfire of the Kuma as uh, you were. You were just about to come on. I apologise sincerely. Um, but uh, all good. I have no idea. Of the, of the you don't know our Kuma. Yeah. I don't know. I can share the screen with you again. <laughs> Show you. Well, I'm coming. Um, um, 
that one. Oh, oh, oh never mind. Oh, never mind. No, no, okay. Never mind. Never mind. I do know. I do know what that is. Sorry. Sorry. Inadvertent capture. Um, or trigger, I should say. There was so much cooming going on last night. Uh, <laughs> you, so did you watch last cooming. night's stream? Oh, I don't know. It's probably your early morning. Just uh, which one was that? It was a. It was a Japanese. It's a Japanese clinical case report where a guy um, developed well, quite unquote, no, no, neuros. No, <laughs> so he developed neuropsychiatric disorders after the infection and um would be compulsively masturbating everywhere <laughs> and um so eventually yeah 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 so it was uh i i had yeah, every yeah, excuse yeah. to uh carpet bomb with the kuma i'm sure that was fantastic it was uh all guess i watched that but um, um uh, uh, until then, until then, uh, I suppose uh, we could actually, actually talk actually about, talk about actual, actual, well, I guess well, that is an actual, actual, that is an actual, that is an actual, 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 but <laughs> this was this was virus induced so I, I well i believe anyway there's no dates on there so you don't know again if there's any sort of synergy with um vaccines themselves or if it'd been like a reinfection etc so um it was just it's just one of those so they they did um so he he, he had an official diagnosis with SARS got discharged and then uh, weeks later the neuropsychiatric issues started to develop um, they couldn't really see anything on his brain MRI his CSF was positive still for um, viral protein and um, his SPECT imaging was abnormal in well basically limbic basal ganglia um regions and uh you know as as you yeah, do yeah. you uh you whip it out and crack one out right so you know but... i mean i mean the spike the spike is protein, protein. Well, there we go there we go <laughs> <laughs> oh man you're back in texas and uh it's like a, it's like you're a floating head in a uh um in a black void. Well, well, oh yeah, behind me, behind me, I and yeah, and just make it out. Behind me, behind me, but behind that is open fields and prairie. You can actually see the stars. We're about miles miles from Dallas, so literally in the middle of nowhere. Very, very cool. Oh, so you're close to Richard now, then? Well, I know he's in Dallas. Dallas. I don't, I don't know. Exactly. Actually, actually, based upon based where, where we did that, did that one, one thing, it's probably close to his house. house. So, so, yeah, I'll probably got about 100, 120 miles from where he is right, he is right now. All right. Okay. So, uh, at least, uh, at least there's that. So, um, I was explaining uh, at the intro. You have a new preprint dropped uh, where you've consolidated your work on the early cases. This is something that we've touched on before, but um, I, I consider this to be a very significant step forward. Um, 
how would you like to sort of do this? You want to screen share to go through the data or um, just the problem is, Charles, the problem is, is because the Warabi crew have done such a bang up job of sort of front loading that literature. And, and so in terms, and, and in a controlled media environment, that's it, the, the, the job it's done right the question's been answered and so um you know the, the, this Which is, is why this work is why so important. It's, it's why it's, it's disgusting because, because we know we know and and like, like we've, we've seen, seen that whenever, that whenever these whenever latest latest things, things started start happening happening there's a media pushback push almost, almost everyone. everyone um um and ironically, and ironically the only only People that people weren't pushing back, pushing was, back the, was, was the initial, the initial flood, flood of, of uh, like, like spam, spam media, media that was that propagating, was propagating the, story, the story, so that way, so that way it would pop, it would pop up, up like it, like it, and on the Google list, list, like in the first, first links, links, it would be all, would be all taken, up, taken by up by that. And what's and really ironic is that literally they found nothing, and they pretended that it was something, and created an entire story about how it must be something. When it's not, when it's, not, it's, it's literally meaningless data. data. That, yeah, that yeah. It doesn't, doesn't, it actually, it actually argues, argues against, against what, they're, what saying. they're saying, but, but I mean, that's the world we live in now. Yeah. Yeah. Very, uh, 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 upside down world and, uh, give us a lever long enough, Charles, and we'll, we'll tip it back over. What say you? Me, me, well, I, well, I've, I've watched, watched, I watched, I watched your recent, recent, um, um, well, I watched, watched a lot of your recent streams. streams. And, and and I really yeah, like really the one the one you just did with Richard, Richard. Richard. And I don't remember. I don't remember. Uh, Laura, but Laura. What she what said, she was, said absolutely, was absolutely. Yeah, she had yeah, the, she right, had the right, mindset right mindset because because, because we, we have, have the, truth, the truth, and it's and not getting, it's out, not getting there out there because, because nobody, nobody is telling, is telling the story, the story that, that we have. I can set you up to speak with her if you like. She she actually has a very big audience. Yeah, and she's she's um. She's very adept at sort of clipping stuff and putting it out on things like TikTok and stuff like that and just catch that. Yeah, I think I think we should uh, set that up um, as well as uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to doing a discussion between yourself and uh, old, uh, old Johnny Gaslight and Gilligan. And, uh, I think yeah, that's going to yeah, be a good it, one. Um, um, it, 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 in the Discord, in the Discord or I guess in Twitch, someone's saying, saying echoing. echoing. So, so. Oh yeah, I know what's wrong. I know what's wrong. Yeah, that's fixed it now. Um, sorry. Uh, right, it should be back. Give me a sound test, bro. I know what was the issue. Testing, testing, testing. Okay, yeah, it should be better now. Um. Okay. Sorry, I wasn't paying attention to the chat. Um. I've got the wrong. Uh, I mean, if need be, I can, up. I can like put it. No, 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 no. It's because of that. It's that tax evading blick of mine. He's uh, he ruined my OBS, and we're picking up the pieces every week. <laughs> so, I, it's, it, he's well, he's making major improvements to it, but um, as with any construction job, yeah, that's what Simon always says. Yeah. <laughs> so. yeah I, I know how I know how that works because here in Texas we had a a road project that was going on called the high five that literally took my entire childhood and it took like 25 years when they finally did it. And when they finally finished, 
Dallas was like five million people instead of two and a half million people. So, mm. I mean, but just got choked out straight away. Just, yeah, yeah. I, I know these games. So, so what Simon is doing is just, well, we're making massive improvements. They never end. <laughs> and so, so, so he can do whatever he wants. Yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm at his mercy, bro. <laughs> He's uh, he does Me- so much shit in the background. Meanwhile, speaking of, meanwhile over in China, you know they're building hospitals in ten days or whatever. Yeah, which is kind of half the. Um, hey, look, but, man! Have you seen them maglev trains and uh, those those things seem to be? They're uh, building actual shit. They're building actual shit. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, granted, their their economy can't really support it, but you know, I mean, our economies are just printing money and just saying whatever it's worth. So, I guess they can continue doing that too. Yeah, I mean, oh, if... no, what happened? I think it was a scorpion. I think I saw a tiny scorpion. You just got hit by a scorpion. Hang on. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get hit by one, but I think I just saw one. It was a little disconcerting. <clears throat> Big one, so not nah, just a little one, nothing too big. All right, got well, you know, got your uh, got your cowboy boots on. No, I'm actually barefooted. <clears throat> that's, that's kind of dumb. Barefooted in shorts. Your flashlight. I had to turn off. The... No, I, I had to turn off the light that I had on my phone because within thirty seconds, two June bugs smacked against my. My uh, right, right. My screen. I said, "Yeah, I probably can't do that." So, mm-hmm. anyway, never mind. So we're kind of rough in here, but so if nice, if, so if we if you fall over howling in pain, we know why. Yeah, I mean, my parents' house is largely wood floor, so if I was inside, no matter where I was, they could hear everything I was saying all the time. Right, right. And I was going to sit in the back porch, but. I like I like the thought of the coyotes like running up to me and let me pet them whenever they do that. Sitting here, so no, no, no. But we'll probably hear them depending on how long the stream goes, because there's a lot of them out here. Oh, cool. Um, but I digress. Um, one thing I did want to talk about: I just saw a story that was from U.S. Right to Know mm. that was about. Shout out to US Right to, to Know. They're, they're, they're... I don't know if we want to, like... You can share screen. Oh, hang on. Let me switch it on first. That would help, right? Um, multiple participants. Yeah, um, that's what I was about to say. Um, yeah, you're free to go anytime, bro. Yeah, well, Rixie is baiting the scorpion. Well, you know, whatever. Um, cool things in the chat here. Um Charles Mind saying holding on defense number fifty five offense to near yeah well uh, Charles barefooted in the middle of the desert it's truly Charles world we're just living in it well it's kind of true I mean you know well this is certainly been the last time I was I say this every time man we we wouldn't be in the position that we are right now without you right you have getting bent um, over by the by the media and the doctors or what uh well um that comes with the territory but uh in terms of um information that's been able to be publicly disseminated um you you're top of the the league so 
I do try occasionally to do something. Um, but in this case, like, in, I wish that people like realized because like in the last six months, I published two things and those two things really kind of solve a lot of the problems that we're having. And that's, well, the, the biggest problem that I'm having is that nobody has any idea what I'm talking about. That's too complex. Your audience. And, but the fact that like what that lady said in, in the stream the other day, which was that where are the doctors? Like where are all these people with all these things who are talking about these shots and all these other things, but they can't talk about what we're talking about. Right. Right. Like, yeah. We are actually fighting the fight, discovering things, taking it to them in court. And nobody has any idea who we are, what we found or why we're doing mm -hmm. it. And that's, that's frustrating. Well, you but, know, uh, I, I, I have to think it's uh, a lot of controlled opposition and, uh, um you know so so for example um someone uh, uh pina mccullough was brought up as sort of an example now you know someone someone like peter mccullough i'm prepared to sort of give a uh need like we don't need to psych psychoanalyze what they've been doing against us in terms of you know the the psyops we need to look at what the actual thing we can do that a decade from now right now mm -hmm. we need to look at the actual thing and solve the thing and and tell people about the thing that actually happened and mm -hmm. it's it's incredibly frustrating that he's not well i mean first of all i've literally met him shook his hand he seemed very interested told me told me to keep in touch so i could go down to his place and we could talk and that was nine months ago. Um, and he, and he just never reciprocated to your emails or? Well, I mean, even like now, um, like Lynn and is trying to set something up, but it's not this hard. It really isn't this complicated, especially when I'm telling you that, that um, the things that we can talk about would not only um, help elucidate things, but we have weapons that we can use that aren't being used and weapons that we can use against the people that we're fighting. And he's not interested. And given that he's, you know, like the main scientific advisor to RFK, sorry, JC, um, that's a problem because RFK has an even bigger platform. Well, <laughs> Kind of, he's also being completely um, censored. He's he's probably sent. I dare say he's more censored than uh, than Robert Malone. So he's the new, the most censored man on the planet. Um, mm, mm, mm. But the point is, he's, he, Malone, Malone is is gatekeeping when he doesn't have all the answers. He doesn't have a good strategy, and we could be so much further than we are right now, mm. as as. I'll discuss because all the Wuhan stuff can be summed up in like five minutes, but nobody, nobody even knows it because my preprint has been seen 400 times. 
Mm. I mean, shit, even my last preprint has been seen 50,000 times. And mm. a year before that, you know, 2 million people watched a Glenn Beck special that I wrote. So it seems like I'm actually going backwards. Like the more truth I have, the harder it is to get it out. And mm. literally nobody is helping us. So mm. I loved what that lady was saying the other day because she was absolutely right. Mm. Yeah. <clears throat> Smart cookie. And um, yeah, you know, she's, um, she's had loss as well. Um, in this, uh, I, I didn't know about her brother till the, the stream. Um, maybe another remdemsevir casualty, but um, the. Well, well cl clarity comes when, when, tr when, when it touches you, then it's a lot easier to get clarity. And the problem is, is that I knew this a long time ago, mm. and then it happened to my wife's best friend. And we're and here we are two years, literally two years later, and nothing has happened. So yeah. whatever they're doing isn't working. So Centripede is saying in the chat, any and all conversations about pandemic origins slash US role in creation is entirely blocked on Twitter. Is that your impression? Um, so anything that looks at anything other than China is blocked? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, of course. Mm. Well, well, that's that's a double ironic here is because in this case, I've what I'm telling you is something that I told two congressional investigators the day after they had their last hearing, so like mid-April, and I explained to to like the lead guy on the committee or as part of the staff anyway, saying. Hey, look, what you just said is BS. It's worthless. It doesn't matter because we can completely blow them out of the water. And I explained what I had and everything, and it's not complicated. And instead, what they went with and what they're still going with is a, is a separate Senate report by a senator who is retiring and gone now, who went straight to pharma, and no, the report no. was written by Robert Kadlik, Robert oh, Kadlik, no. who controlled all the money uh, for you know Operation Warp Wolves. Speed and etc. Yeah. etc. He, he literally mm. divvied out the billions for Warp Speed, and he's the author of this 300-page report that literally doesn't mention Dasik, Barrick, or Fauci one time. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. And it's, it's a COVID origin report. And it doesn't mention those three people. Holy shit. So I'm just saying. Um, now we're fucked then, Charles. Yeah. May as well just get the fighting on. Just uh, oh. You're well, in Texas. This is me off. Bugging. Yeah, well, I mean, they do a lot of guns at this house. That is true. And my <laughs> uncle lives next door because, like, he owned a farm and my parents bought like a little section of it next to him out of his farm. And so, yeah, there's a lot of guns on the, on, on this extended property right now. Nice, nice. I'm not sure what that means, but, but they also have massive, they have lots of chickens and they have a, a big garden, like 30 acres. And, uh, mm. and they have 
two ISO containers sunken into the ground, but you didn't oh, hear cool. that from me. Yeah. Like my uncle is a is hardcore prepper. Like he was, his, his prep was on like Lifetime or whatever. It was on some channel like show about preppers. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> so, and this is like a decade ago. So he's hardcore. Mm. And he's a former Marine, so not saying it's correlation. Yeah, so, so well, this isn't the worst place to be. I, I, I guess, but uh, my concern would be that um, they know the problem states, right? And Texas is a problem state for the uh, yeah. the forces of control. So they would they would try to neutralize there very very quickly. Um, and probably all those sort of southern, I can't remember, what's, what's next, Nevada and... Um... Yeah, it doesn't matter. It's mm. just kind of a blob. But I, uh, well, I mean, we have New Mexico on one side, but, but see, Texas, Texas is 800 miles across. So it's like, it's like the, you could drive across like Germany and, and half of France and part of the Czech Republic and... And and you could still be in Texas, mm. so people don't really understand just how big this state is. In fact, El Paso and the Western Edge is closer to Los Angeles than it is to Louisiana, even though Louisiana is the state that borders us on the, mm. on the eastern side. So that's a lot <laughs> because yeah, the yeah. is only three thousand. Uh, and you know, I, I'm praying the Texas uh, Texas spirit individuality sort of is a bulwark somewhat. Um, but anyway, let's uh, let's look at uh, what Emily's uh, yeah. thrown up here. So yeah, well, well, let's see. So this article, this is this is a perfect example of the problem right now <laughs> because. Every, literally everything that is in this article, I wrote in fe on February 25th, 2021. And my very first post on Prometheus Shrugged was about this. Mm. And they're just now hearing about it. Like, so everything about uh, the, the OSTP, Kelvin Drogemeyer, working with Fauci to hide shit from the president. Um, that's what they're talking about. Okay. And and this pisses me off because in April of 2021, I wrote an email to U.S. Right to Know, like to, to get your Ruskin and to sign the server, your in and in. So basically like her predecessors who were working on this. And I said, here, I wrote this article because I found this stuff inside your documents and nobody has noticed this yet. But Fauci is controlling all of this shit, and he has been since the beginning. And this was four months before his emails dropped and proved exactly what I said. Mm. And they didn't and get back to you. When, well, they got back to me, but they never reported on it. Mm. And then, and then, literally, Glenn Beck discussed, like, talked about these specific things in that special in November mm. of 2021. Including talking about Kelvin Drogemeyer. He's still the only person that's talking about him. And then Emily 
got there, like I think about a year ago. And as soon as she got there, I sent her the picture. Comprehensive discussions with them and them not to not to have followed up um again it's uh well uh, i mean when i put I, I i went through for two and a half months all i did was read uh at the time ninety thousand pages of FOIA documents like everything that they had i went through every single page of every FOIA doc that they had and yeah. i told them hey i found this in your stuff it's kind of important other people have found it important. This was this was the the reason why congressional investigators reached out to me, in particular, directly to me through Prometheus Shrugged, and that was when I first started talking to them, not through Drastic, but just individually, because they read mm. this and they said, "Yes, this is important," mm. and I still can't get anybody to talk about it. Mm. So I mean. I don't know. Uh, well, all I was going to do here real quickly is just literally show you the letter because, I mean. Yeah, for, for, for the record, well, it's, right. It's, it's Yeah, it's, it's funny because like, oh, good Lord. Sorry, I have too many images here now because I've been doing this for too long. <laughs> Dude, like me I trying mean, to find a reference now. Um, I've got so many just around SARS and it's a, it's a nightmare. Yeah, and it's not getting better with time. And people no. keep telling me, just, just, um, you know, just hand this off. It's time for you. like you've done your part. I'm like, okay, well, there's nobody to hand it off to. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, it's a great idea. I would love to not be doing this, but I don't have a choice. Come on. <clears throat> oh, good lord! Gotta love the satellite internet. Um, you don't have that. Uh, what's it called? Elon Musk thing, Skylink. Uh, I don't have anything. This is where my parents pay ridiculous prices for. Let's see. Oh, good lord! I kept bananas with speeds like that. <laughs> well, I mean, we're able to talk, and but yeah, yeah, I, I guess, I guess. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I try to be grateful for what I have, but yeah, yeah. So let's see here. But it's frustrating so when April you know it can be better. That's that's the issue. Well, yeah, but that's like the story of this pandemic for me. Mm. I mean, literally, I wrote this email on April twelfth, twenty twenty one. I I explain what I found, where I found it. Uh, while reading through the correspondence, I noticed Dr. Fauci had been included in an email chain just prior to 2-4, when the group of scientists was discussing the content that should be included within the OSTP letter. This had already been noticed, but since it was the only such appearance of Fauci as a mail recipient, it seems to have been considered simply as a curiosity, showing that he was aware of the general conversation, blah, blah, blah. Well, unfortunately though, Unfortunately, it wasn't just that, because just before that had been the Pratt et al. preprint talk about the HIV inserts. So here we go. I literally just lay it out for him. So here's some key points. Chris Hassel, was the, who was one of the four speakers at this meeting, is the only known member. He's the chair 
of the of the gain of function panel that was supposed to look at all this shit, the P3CO oversight committee, he was the chair of that committee. And by the way, he was the science advisors that he was the 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 desk bitch for Robert Cadlick. So Chris Hassel came from BARDA, where he, he was the head of BARDA. He spent his whole career in DOD working on medical countermeasures. And then he became the he became the science advisor to Robert Cadlick, who controlled all the money for Operation Warp Speed and for all the medical countermeasures, etc. Um, Rick Bright was the re like replaced Chris Hassel at BARDA. So these are the people that we're talking about. If there's any human being on the planet that should have known or did know about any gain-of-function work that was going on, it would be Chris fucking Hassel. And I talk about it here. And then I talk about how Dr. Fauci continued behind the scenes to support such research. Um, as Dasik later tweeted a clarification to say that it was the director of the NIH, Collins, not Fauci, who ended the, the WIV funding in 2020. That just got turned back on. <laughs> God, I fucking hate these people. Yes. Yeah. Oh. oh, man, they're evil. Anyway, um, Dr. Fauci's efforts worked against the intelligence information that President Trump was literally receiving right at that time about the Wuhan Institute of Virology from David Asher over at the State Department. And so, yeah, so here I lay it all out. And once again, Congress has since confirmed that this is all true. That I figured this out. And this, da, 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 and I sent this to them, blah, blah, blah. I go into more, more detail. So now, guess what we're about to read on their website? <clears throat> hmm. On February 3rd, oh, so their sphere of influence spanned the intelligence community hmm, and the White House. On February 3rd, 2020, scientists tied to high-risk coronavirus research joined a call with national security officials about how to uncover how an exceptionally infectious virus had emerged from that city. The call included the FBI, the Director of National, the Office of the Director of National Intelligence, and OSTP, an email obtained by U.S. Right to Know shows. Interesting. Yeah, I know. Because I showed them that. Yeah, so what we're about to see, this is like a new version, but what we're about to see is literally what I published two years ago. Here we go. Look at that. Huh, there's the agenda that I, that I talked about and the four mm. people that spoke. Blah, blah, blah. <clears throat> um, as part of a broader deliberative process, this review will help prepare for future events by quickly establishing a program, a process. Oh, Jesus. For quickly assembling subject matter experts for evaluation of other potentially threatening organisms. Um, it talks about the preprint on the server and. Uh, da, 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 the Pradnam paper you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it says NASA will hold a meeting of experts to assess what data, information, and samples are needed to address the unknowns in order to understand the evolutionary origins of ENCODE 
and more effectively respond to both the outbreak and any resulting misinformation. <laughs> You've got information disorder, Rixie. <laughs> They're going to medicalize you. And so the next day after this was this famous exchange between a bunch of the scientists saying, um, yeah, make sure that Ralph doesn't sign it, you know, because we don't want it to look too obvious. Right, right, right. Um, and, and they're like, they're saying, how should we craft the language so that way it doesn't make us look bad or, you know, like we have double standards or something, mm-hmm. um, et cetera, et cetera. Well, they were talking about the, like, they're, they were talking about the, their mission after this meeting because they've been told what to do and how to do it by Fauci. And then the next day they're talking about like incorporating all this stuff to, to craft this message. Like this is literally everything right here. This is them crafting the narrative in real time. And I said yeah. this and it doesn't matter. Cause you know, because you know, at, at the time I had five, when I sent this article out, I had five subscribers, like five emails that this went out to. Mm. So if you weren't one of the five, I, I can forgive you. Oh, come on. It might not have been at that point, bro. <clears throat> well, there was nobody. In fact, I think three of them were related to me at that point. <laughs> yeah, so, because I'd only been on Twitter for two weeks. And when I got on Twitter and started, I had you know, literally two followers, not 28,000. Like I had it. Dude, tell me, tell me you have a uh, power line there. No, uh, yeah, I'm noticing that. And I should probably do something about it here in a second. And I will, mm. but, but yeah, here we go right here. So depending on what time zone you're in, uh, there you go. February 26th, I published this. Oh, there's Fauci. Here's. Oh, really? Well, that's weird. Huh. That is the same image. In fact, Dr. Fauci, I later found another FOIA document. Dr. Fauci was at the Vaccine Research Center when he gave this meeting. So what that means is it may possibly have had some tie to the vaccine. I'm just yes. saying, because he was literally giving his brief to these to these people, to these implicated scientists from the Vaccine Research Center. Oh, just want to ask, did you retweet this, bro? What are you talking about? Yeah, I retweeted, I retweeted it. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Just, just check it. Yeah. So um, question blah, question in the chat for you, right? Serious question. Sure. Do you think the origins of COVID-19 will ever be solved? Well, yes. I, I think we have. <laughs> yes. Not to... So let me explain to people. The answer is yes, because we've already solved a bunch of it. And that's the problem. Because we keep getting slapped in the face, you know, with this mushroom stamp as if we haven't already been doing this for, for years. And literally what I'm explaining right now is another example of exactly what we're talking about, which is that 
I literally wrote this two years ago. And the same article with fewer details is was released yesterday on US Right to Know. When I sent them a letter explaining all this, that I found what I found in their FOIA documents on April 12th, 2021. Maybe, maybe then, the issue is, Charles, that um, because you've sent them this data, right? Um, that they want to, they, they, they want to claim that they've found it. And if they include all these details, you could, you can, as you're doing now, point to the fact that, hey, I, I told you, whereas maybe with a pared down version, they can claim um, innocence, I guess, with respect to having, having had that. Oh, God. Or ignorance. I, I, I don't know. One of the things I hate about all of this, and trust me, I, I like U.S. Right to Know. Like, they've done great work. Mm, like, I found yeah. what I found in their documents. Mm. But but it's incredibly frustrating when I'm, when I'm handing them truth that, I mean, even if I didn't have a reputation then, I've since done other things. Like, I mean, Glenn Beck reported on this on November 17th of 2021. Mm. Also taking credit for it. That's a whole other story. Um, yeah, that asshole. And they're still, and they're still not talking about it. They're still, they're barely, they just said Drogemeyer's name for the first time on US Right to Know's website in mm. like ever. And that's a problem because he's a part, like we could have been, they are two years behind us and they're US right to know. Yeah. And it and it pisses me off because they know. Because I'm literally going to my DMs right now, and I'm going to show you my DMs with Emily Cobb. This is not the first time that I've had this discussion. To do boom February 4th, 2022. There you go. It's fitting that two years after a meeting, which sought to combat misinformation, uh, that's just my tweet. Hey, Charles, thanks for flagging this. Do you have a link to the email handy? Yes, I do because it's yours. Hmm. To do there, you go. Yep, give them all the shit. I, I tell them which batch it's in, what page it's on. I sent them the link to this uh, compilation that I made. Actually, I take that back. This is just the timeline single page document that I made. Mm -hmm. this, kind of, this pisses me off too, because after this, like six months after this, they made an article called like the timeline of proximal origin of SARS-CoV-2 or whatever. It's literally... Like this is a better Dude, timeline. Dude, we, we need to put that timeline on a website. Just just that right there. This is, this is research. <laughs> this is all research. I publish this. It has a DOI. Mm. This has a DOI. And six months after this, well, I'm sorry, a year after this, Emily Copper wrote an article basically just like running down this. 
So yes, it pisses me off when I, when I keep seeing this happen over and over and over again. Because I literally discovered this and I gave it to them. And now two years later, they're finally talking about it. And they're not even saying, they're not even crediting me. And it's the same people that I've literally talked to. And I don't, I don't understand these people's thinking. I really don't. Well, I, I, again, I think some of it comes down to um, that they're trying to maintain audience share. So if they if they say, well, <laughs> that Rixie, he's been doing this for two years, <laughs> that means more people are going to come and listen to you. And that that's... that's what pissed me off. I don't care. Nobody heard this because nobody knew about it. I, I literally told them exactly where to find it. The Rita Kowal connection collection shows how Peter Daszak reached beyond the initially reported group. So I'm talking about the links between them. Hmm. There's another piece that's completely ignored, which is that Kelvin Drogermeyer um, was directly involved. There you go. Whatever Fauci and Dro's guidance was for the letter appears to have been shot down by the NASA presidents assigned it. This is another story that they haven't talked about. Um, because the NASM is the National Academies of Science, Engineering, and Medicine. So the head of the big three organizations that control all career, I guess, not largesse, um, I don't really know what you'd call it, but the, the kudos that you get at the end of your career when you get yeah, yeah, to yeah. your academy. Yeah. Um, like, like they're, these are the presence of these three academies who work directly with the OSTP chair normally. And they explicitly removed lines from this letter that have been placed there by Peter Daszak and other authors trying to say that it was natural. And they're like, no, this is natural. This is natural. Like mm -hmm. nobody's reporting this. And I gave it all to them again and again and again. I mean, shit. Yeah, well, she gave me her phone number. I never actually talked, though. I shouldn't put that out there. Yeah, I talk about literally with the congressional people that I was talking to, blah, 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 you know, all the background stuff like that, because I actually know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. And uh, you know what? And you know what? If you if you go to this article of theirs, after, well, this is my article. Oh, God, I have to be so, where? Oh my gosh. Did it go? There it is. If you go to this article, uh, you don't see my name. Which is weird because I I discovered this. Congress knows I discovered it. Glenn Beck knows I discovered this. And can't find me. I just control F and I'm not in there. Mm. Mm. And normally I wouldn't care. Like in the grand scheme of things, I don't care because it's not about me. Okay. Yeah, but this but this, this is, is this people. This grifting. is portraying something that is true. Mm. Because they're because they are explicitly not getting credit. Mm. And this is an organization that I've totally supported. Like I, I don't know what I'm supposed to do. I really don't because I don't want to be pissy about it but jesus what the fuck else do you need i sent you mm. 
an email. And then I sent her the pictures of the email, her being the author of this article. So she knows all that. And here in this article, she talks about it. Misinformation, uh, NAID's perspective. Uh, discussion was led by Fauci, Kelvin Drogemeyer, Chris Hassel, who in addition to serving as senior science advisor, also serves as the chair of the secret committee that oversees the gain of function research. Hmm. It's almost word for word what I told her. Yeah, so anyway. Yes, Congress is investigating the matter. I know, because I told them. I know. They were investigating the matter in 2021. You're welcome. So the well, fact that Congress isn't using uh, this... Are they, are they going to investigate? <laughs> that's, the, that's the thing. Is it just going to be used now as a cudgel to, um, say, uh, well, China? We're going, it's China's fault. We're going to... Nothing to do with us. We'll uh, we'll pivot there and um, cause more chaos. I don't know, but apparently, like, it's not like my opinion matters anyway, because you know, I don't exist. So, um, yeah, it's just incredibly frustrating. I don't really have another way to explain it because this is these are the people on our side, and, and there's no reason for them not to, you know, credit me. But yeah, there's nothing here. This is all the... Oh, God. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, I know that pain, bro. It just pisses me off. Every time I look at it, it just pisses me off. Oh, Jesus. Because, because if I have to fight this on our side, well, there's no wonder why we're not getting anywhere. Yeah. And the other side feels but confident enough to carry on such that they're still funneling money to freak out health and other nerdy worlds well i hope and, that you know we can get some help from the discord and the other people to kind of like they did a really good job with glenn beck that one time like when we were watching real time as, as he stole my stole my stuff he stole this ironically was one of the mm. things and but we need them to rise up again because we well do they do they like have no, comments no. under that article no nope Not but anything. we can tag emily via twitter right which of course i've done not today but no but publicly the... we can like there's a twitter post for this article right and so we can just start going in yeah. there and and start commenting that um uh you know it's, it's on well, record I mean, that it, charles gave you it, this information I have, Why have i have twitter articles i've posted that letter in public on twitter mm. like this is not anything special oh damn of course right as i see this i see <laughs> marco rubio report is out Man. Uh, what's the Marco oh. Rubio report? Well, this is something that apparently is supposed to be important or something. So we're getting like a real life. Oh, crap. crap. Oh, no. No. Two page executive summary. That's good. We, we got word that there was something coming from Senator Rubio. So let's see. Political ah. chronology. Okay. 
Yeah, read it out, bro. Well, I'm, I'm looking to see if it's worthwhile. Okay, let's see. Uh, background. Chinese scientists have been studying coronaviruses since 2004. The web is the center of this research. Wow, this is an interesting... This is an executively worded summary. Jesus. Uh, in March 2018, the WIV and EcoHealth Alliance requested DARPA funding to create a coronavirus clone with a fear and cleavage site. Hmm. An important molecular feature, blah, blah, blah. DARPA declined the proposal, but the same year, the PRC approved state funding. International deception, yeah, yeah, blah, blah. Yeah, so so one of the things they're saying, that this none of this is new, basically. The research methodology indicates that they began working on a vaccine no later than November of 2019. So basically, the Chinese had to have started at least as early as November because of the mice they would have needed to create vaccines, etc. Because in late February, they started jabbing their first humans in a trial. Uh, like they, they made a big show of jabbing like the general in charge of who took control of the WIV with the first like experimental shot um so like we know for a fact that that they were doing this and just based upon how long it would take they're saying that it would be november of 2019 once again this was reported two years ago found by drastic uh more lab leak clues oh my god this is worthless okay yeah i'm not even gonna talk about this because it's worthless <laughs> this is a waste of, of two minutes. none of this was new and uh Rubio didn't even write it. It'd been some lackey in uh, his office. Yeah, it's some just... lackey. I mean that stuff is, is as old as the US right to know stuff that they took from me. So mm-hmm. that should t- we're talking two years old, this intel. Once again, all of which, as far as I can tell, was found by drastic, either by myself or somebody else. Mm-hmm. So so it makes me feel proud on one hand that, you know, I, I did something. I did a lot of something because the things I did mattered. Unfortunately, they're being reported two years late by other people, and they're not t- talking about where they got it from. And that's frustrating. Yeah, kick, kick the can down the road strategy, um, limit the uh, source material so that, Again, people who are inquisitive don't come um, knocking on your door for the full, the full uh, explanation. And um, I'm I'm praying that right, you but, plugging in right now, bro. <laughs> yeah, I got it. I got it. We're down to like four okay. percent. It's cool. Okay. <laughs> Thankfully, I already had it plugged in, but now I will. It will be kind of ghetto for a minute because. Yeah, no worries, dude. It's my stream. <laughs> it's a fast cat as it gets. There we go. All right, so we have power at least, so we won't die. But now I have to shift my entire operation here. Mm. So give me one second. Well, whilst Charles is uh, plugging that, I'll read through the chat. Let's see, deep state scorpions. Yes, uh, always be aware of those. Uh, they trick us away from solutions. <laughs> yes. Um, well, I don't know if it's trick, but it's a d- distract 
right? And you know, there's always something that they can play in the in the pipeline, and um, you know, this this lag that we've seen, you know, to have to have the level of information that we had two years ago that you know should have been of immense public importance and yeah we're yeah it still feels like we're we're very much uh, at the at the beginning still uh <laughs> good doggy makes point they need time for the prions to kick in um yeah yeah and karma doc in the chat good to see you sweetheart um and the i guess the prions yeah, well, it's, if if it's you know thinking um, out the box, well, not out the box, but within the potential parameters, you know, if if what we've witnessed is a bio warfare attack designed to leverage prions, then yeah, they they need that lag time to kick in, right? You hear me, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can hear. It. Yeah, right. w w why would U.S. right to know? Like, why would they take so long? I, I just want people to see. Like, I get a lot of messages every single day. Like, this is a typical day. Mm -hmm. um, so I stay pretty busy. Blah blah blah. That was a waste of time. Okay. So, once again, um, literally things that I reported on. 27 months ago with documentation talking to the right people etc they are just now talking about some of it yesterday or the day before yesterday mm. yeah that's kind of frustrating okay because this is a stream that i did with uh with jc where I discussed this kind of stuff. Mm. Leading to the Wuhan hypothesis. Here's another one from yours truly. Mm. And this was our very first stream, actually. Mm. Uh, so let's Look, see. man, July guns, 27th. beers, raccoons. Couldn't ask for more. I mean, you really could. This is a pretty good episode. I, I can't lie. Like, <laughs> I wish we had time to watch it, but we don't. But yeah, we've been doing this for a long time. Because we care, we want to win. Mm. Well, it, it it just may be a case that, um, you know, the what we would consider as you know an encompassing victory, just with the mechanisms in place, is not possible. Which is why I'm sort of leaning into that. Ah, this is this is the new world they're going to pull and you've got a choice to either be part of it um but not of it and the more we can just spread this information around um hopefully more people will sort of turn on and uh, or tune in and turn on and turn off i forget what the saying is now timothy leary but um oh no i've lost charles <laughs> It's just my big ugly mug on the face. Uh, let's see. Um, do this. See if he connects. I bet. I bet you his power. His PC power down. 
<laughs> All right. So, uh, yes, I apologize for the echo at the beginning. Um, it's uh, nigger rig to the uh, setup at the moment. Um, da, 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 da. Let's see. Uh, Charles, you've got to read the book Brain Trust by Colm Keller. The Hidden Connection Between Mad Cow and Misdiagnosed Alzheimer's. Interesting. Talks about cow mutilations done by groups of advanced operators that are surveying for prion disease. Very interesting. Uh, let's see. Uh, they're way behind on stuff and didn't think it was from a lab recently. Um, US right to know? Um, I don't know, man. My My impression of them is that they've been pretty pretty upfront as charles was saying it's the um it's their documents right it, it's them foyering and getting these documents that sort of opened up the um the door basically to allow people to um challenge the the status quo uh, let's see. It's very frustrating because people are dying. Yes. Yeah. And, you know, we've still got this long surge of sustained excess death and, you know, quote unquote, non-COVID excess death. And the, um, hang on, let me just, yes. Um, and the how to how to make it such that people realize that we're um, we're trying we're, we're trying desperately to raise awareness around this issue and and, and you know it, it, the simple fact might be that as as this war progresses and as the biological warfare component fades into the memory uh, hole um, people people are going to be more concerned about the more immediate and you know when you've got um, essentially dirty bombs exploding in Ukraine um, and all kinds of other shit then people are, people are going to focusing on that and not see the threads that tie everything together which is why i'm enjoying so much talking with uh johnny at gaslight and gilligan um uh, karma says even more interesting that the book is near impossible to find glad i snagged one last year i need to scan it to pdf uh yeah i mean if it's a um if it's one of these books they've tried to suppress then absolutely you should do that um engineer says u.s rights now being complete warriors hats off to them well uh, uh, under normal circumstances i would say the same but um this is m the first i've heard about just the dismissal that they've given to charles work and again you know charles has been at the forefront of dragging this information out and making it um available to the public and the um there should have been a well he he should have been more front and center and so this this sort of ties in with um you know the discussion we had yesterday with Laurie and Richard 
And, you know, there are people that do have significantly large um, platforms. And, you know, I, I get the way that I do stuff makes me somewhat radioactive. But um, Charles is not. Charles is squeaky clean. And he could be there. Um, hang on. Just checking he's not trying to get in on Zoom. Um, I see him typing now, so I guess he's booting up. Um, the um, I, I, like I said, I wish I wish I had better. Oh, his internet went off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Okay, all right. It's uh, well, it must be back now. So, um. Let's see, Commodoc says, I've had a mini resurgence of COVID patients in Texas universities as well as ERs. Interesting. Um, well, you know, that it, it fits with what Gert van den Bosch it was predicting, right? That you would you would continue to see um, these escape variants rattling through the populations. And, um, well, in, if he's correct, then those who have... Um, uh, oh, I've got him in the chat. Oh, sorry, in Zoom. Let's bring him back in. Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. <laughs> okay, okay, yeah. All right. Well. The Ch Chinese took out your comm satellite. Or something, yeah, because I'm I'm literally pressing the the button on the router and it's uh, it's struggling. So, uh -oh. um, yeah, well, so I guess we'll we'll just have to adjust because ultimately I uh, I you could just pull up the the preprint and I can I can talk about it from there. But yeah, yeah. Um, but to summarize what, what what like what we've actually been doing up until now. Um, once again, I was just, it's, not, um, it's, it's Zenodo, right? It's on, um, um uh, yeah, it's on Zenodo. Is it on Prometheus? No, I haven't, I haven't put it there yet. Um, I need to find the, but I mean, if you go to Zenodo and just search Rixie, it, it would be like one of the, I think there's seven responses and mine's at the bottom. So I mean, it's not hard to find, but but the bottom line is is that this Wuhan work that I've been doing um, is like the culmination of two years worth of work on that side project. Mm. And so it's right, ironic. So I've got it on screen and only 240 and i'm one of the 240 so <laughs> just come so, on assholes so download his work yeah so, so am i like i'm one of those too like i mean um yes this is why it's frustrating because literally within a week of me posting that something uh, else that i did two years ago is finally getting talked about and i'm not tied to it even though i literally like i can unequivocally state that i discovered this <laughs> and, and congress can tell me that um and they did so mm. yes it's frustrating when u.s right to know won't even you know 
put a blurb in there saying, hey, by the way, we were told about this two years ago by this guy who read mm -hmm. our document. So, whatever. well, um, I, I will be uh, firing up the Twitter uh, looking uh, for their link. All right. So I've got the manuscript up and it is a, um, a very, very comprehensive document. Do you want do you, do you want me to try sharing screen with you or? Oh, you don't. Have to, I mean, well, yeah, I guess. I guess. Yeah. So that way I know where. OK. Uh... Where you are. There we go. Uh oh, did we kill it? <laughs> it's because the mic's gone off again. No, 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 no. We didn't oh, okay. okay was... Yeah, so. Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe I feel like I have a right to be a little bitter about this <laughs> because. This has been my life's work for three years, and um, mm -mm. and it's actually like it matters, and people need to know it, and they're not, they don't know it. So, and that's a failure on the part of the people that we rely on. Like, we're fighting this fight, and our own side is not doing anything to help us, and it's just mm -hmm. incredible. Yeah. So. Okay, anyway. so we've got the graphical abstract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so the bottom line is, is so my very first discovery and my first big project looking at the origin of COVID was going through 90,000 and ultimately 130,000 pages of FOIA documents. Yeah. I then took the best clippings from all those, put them in chronological order, and right after the Fauci emails released, added those two, and published a 174-page document that has all of the best emails taken out of those 93,000 pages, just put in direct order just so people can have it as a resource. And I did that two years ago. Mm. And that was my first big project. So like, I started looking at censorship. I found that. Then I started quantifying the censorship. At the same time, in March of 2021, right, well, actually, well, yeah, in March of 2021, the World Health Organization report came out. And this is so ancient history that this is right after you published a paper <laughs> with Drastic about, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. About the evidence, et cetera. Like, so you know, you know full well how much of this ground has already been traveled, but. On March 30th and 31st, the World Health Organization's origin report was published. And it was 300 pages. And basically, what they said was, eh, came from fish sticks, didn't come from here. And mm -hmm. in that document, they, they spent like 100 pages talking about the information from the first 174 cases. And what they said at the time was, the point was is that that was all the cases that had occurred before 2020. So we're talking about like, this is all of the early cases. <sighs> and so my yes. second project 
which ultimately took two years, was, and it, it started with literally something this simple. I was looking at the maps from the world, from the report. They were made by Chinese CCP scientist peoples and, and hand-delivered to the WHO with no data and support. <clears throat> and I just counted the dots on their map. And there weren't 174 dots. There was like 128. Like, okay, well, that's weird because there's supposed to be 174. So where's the other 50? So if you, and what I now know is that they just fabricated it all anyway. And, but they didn't even bother to put all the dots in the map. Like, how lazy can you be? And then all of Western science and all of Western intelligence services got this 300 page report and nobody counted the fucking dots. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I posted, <laughs> I posted a tweet where I said, Hey, Hey guys, can you help me? Asking my drastic friends, can you, can you just count the dots on this map? And it was all blurry and looked like it was drawn with crayon and it looked like mm -hmm. water had been spilled on it. And so I got some like different answers, but, but in every case, there were like, there was just a range, but there was like 30 to 50 dots missing. Well, okay. Where did they come from? Like what's, did anybody even bother to ask this question? And the answer was no. Well, that, that is where China messed up because, because Charles Rixey is not a scientist. I'm not an <laughs> epidemiologist. I'm not a, but not anything. I, I was I was working on my MBA selling shoes just before the pandemic started. So but even I can count the fucking dots. And I was I'm just going to apologize in advance because there I I may say fucking more than once. Uh, <laughs> you, there's no restrictions on the uh, F bomb here, so you may uh... I'm, just, I'm just letting you know because this has literally been one of my main projects for two years and it everything really is this simple because all of my work started because i noticed that there were dots missing and so i did what a normal human being would do and i asked people hey what does this mean and they wouldn't they had they had no answer like oh whatever cool cool so then I did a magic trick. And in my first post that everyone went like viral, like half a million views, it was, here, here I'm going to do a magic trick. And what I did was, is I took the dots and I, I broke them down by what district that they were in. And I'd, I had to do this myself because nobody else did it. And then I said, hey, you know what? The number that's missing, if... You add it over to the to the to the Wuhan Institute of Virology side of the, the Yangtze River, then you end up with the exact same balance as you get six months later in the final case epidemiology, like distribution of cases. Mm -hmm. hmm, that's interesting. Like exactly, like like it was sixty to thirty nine or whatever it was. Mm. I was like, hey, that's interesting. Probably just coincidence, but whatever. And what I want people to understand is that 
after two years, after reverse engineering the entire geospatial distribution of the of the outbreak in Wuhan from the bottom up, I discovered and I have proven that basically that's what they did. Because there is 5,800 too few cases on the WIV side of the river where the lab was. And there's 4,900 cases too many right in the districts that surround the market. And so, you're saying it was, it was the Chinese doing this. Um, well, I mean, this has to, yeah. So, okay. So now we're going to, so now that was, that was my observation two years ago. And I set about trying to figure out what that meant because it doesn't make sense. And I wrote a couple articles because all the, all the studies that were coming out of Wuhan showed this, um, like this ratio of that 65, 35, 60, 40, in terms of how many cases were on each side of the Yangtze River. And so just for like the edification of the audience, Wuhan is a city of 11 million people, which means that if it was in the United States, it would be the second largest city ahead of Los Angeles and behind New York City in the entire country <laughs> okay wuhan is not a small city no. wuhan is is in the center of china it's called china's uh, chicago because it's directly but on the Yankee. they've got rampant gun crime and uh, blicks out of control so, no, no, so broke. No, 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 no wrong wrong chicago like reference like <laughs> <laughs> it's cute though i like it um now uh, now, now Chicago is like a Chicago is a communist wasteland, but it's it's an it's an American communist wasteland, so different, right. with more gun crime, of course. So, <laughs> but anyway, so so Wuhan is the size of Los Angeles, and it sits on one of the largest and longest rivers on the planet, the Yangtze River. I, I can't remember if it's the second longest or the, the third, or whatever, but it's massive. Like this river is huge. So huge that they have submarine bases on it, don't they? Right, right. That... There's a submarine base in Wuhan, which is 1,500 miles inland. I'm, I, I'm roughly estimating. I don't know the exact number. But, but in Wuhan, there's a submarine base on a river, okay? <laughs> because yeah. this river is a mile wide, and it's super deep. Which, by the way, and it floods horrendously, mm -mm. which is ironic because nobody has ever bothered to ask, why did they put, at the time, the only BSO4 lab on a floodplain that has had the two worst floods in human history in the 20th century right there in Wuhan? Well, you've got that Chinese free gorge dam now. It's problem hey, solved. You know, I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just spitballing here. You know, maybe... <laughs> Somebody should ask about that biosafety concern because that's a problem too, but I digress. Yeah. Anyway, so, so Wuhan slash Los Angeles is, is, and this is what I want. I, I really, really want people to understand this because Los Angeles is the size of London, okay, or Paris. <laughs> 
So we're talking about the biggest city in your country, wherever you are probably, mm. is like Wuhan. Wuhan is not a small place. And, and that would be a secondary city in... Um... Right. It's the, if I remember correctly, it's the eighth largest city in China. So it's not even like the top five, okay? Um, Wuhan is big. Well, you've got a rack and stack, a billion plus Ching Chong somewhere, yeah, right? Yes, yes, it's true. But but in this case, what I want people to think about is, I want, think about that in terms of the outbreak and in terms of the lockdown, okay? Mm. Because imagine if Los Angeles went into lockdown and for three months, you didn't hear anything from it. Like, like Hollywood, nothing, nobody. Like you got a few random sporadic videos, mm. um, some news reports, but there was nothing coming out of the city. Like completely locked down. They put, like they bulldozed the roads. Like they, yeah, they bulldozed piles of dirt like to block access to the roads. Mm. And they shut down traffic between both sides of the river. Okay. So Wuhan is 11 million people. It's got this giant river that flows in between it, cutting it in two. And on one side of this river, on the western side, is the Hunan market, where three years have been spent and thousands of papers have been written about how that looks like it's the origin of the pandemic. On the other side of the river is the districts where the Wuhan Institute of Virology and its BLCL4 lab are. And for obvious reasons, that was where, like, if there's a giant river that cuts off these two things and there's a lockdown that goes into effect, and after that lockdown, there's still 95% of cases that are going to happen, then we should expect that the distribution of cases on both sides of the river should roughly resemble what happened beforehand. Okay. Because if they shut down, like travel across a mile wide river, um, there's no traveling back and forth of cases. Okay. <laughs> and this is the, this is really what I discovered. Like intuitively I was, I figured this was the case. And ultimately, I was able to prove that this was the case. That basically what they did was they lied and just made up the numbers about what was going to be on each side of the river. Because what I, what I think happened is, I think the roughly 50,000 confirmed cases, the 54,000, if you include the dead people that ultimately died, I think that's a roughly accurate number. Why? Because after I went through the studies that I'll talk about, I came up with a mm. that's impossible if, if what they say is true. It's just literally impossible because there wouldn't be enough cases on the, the, the WIV side of the river to produce the ultimate case numbers that they had. It's, it's simple. In fact, I used... <laughs> in my article, in my, in my second article on this from 2021, I used the example of the expanding early universe because people have talked about how like 
you know, in the early universe, right after the Big Bang, like the cosmic microwave background radiation that's left over from that, the pattern that it makes is the exact pattern just before like something called like, well, I don't really want to get into cosmology here, but just before there was a, a massive expansion and things pushed outward, um, it's like a snapshot showing exactly what the early universe looked like 300,000 years after the Big Bang. Yeah, you know that's been falsified now with James Webb telescope, right? Actually, well, it's not, it's not entirely accurate. It's not been falsified. And they've kind of figured out one of the problems, which deals with um, inaccurate. Because at first they thought that the uh, Lambda CDM model that they had was totally kaput. And it turns out that actually they're a model within that model that deals with um, how fast stars can be created and generated during during the heat of the early universe was off. And when they tweaked that, it it kind of solves some of the problems. So that's an ongoing situation, completely unrelated. Mm. Yeah, we, we like to think big picture here, though. So. Right. I, yeah. I mean, well, I can't get bigger than the universe, and <laughs> and and I do actually like cosmology is something I actually enjoy and was reading before the pandemic. So. Um, well, I was <laughs> working at a shoe store. Um, but the bottom line is, is a lot of times scientists will use the example of a, of like a, a raisin bun that was put into an oven. And so in the early universe, you had this bun that was t a dense bun, but as it cooked and rose, it expanded. And so the raisins that were on this bun grew further apart, but they were still in the same pattern as before, you know, you cooked on. Unless it's unleavened bread, but this whole other story. So the same concept is the same. And and I actually, since most people don't know anything about cosmology, I I also put a picture of, of a person who had a, a lady who had a tattoo on her stomach but before she was pregnant and then after she was pregnant. Okay. <laughs> and so you can see that the image on the chest it's the same image, but it's been spread out. Okay. Right. Right. And and a lot of people seem to like that one. So, and yeah. that's what we're talking about here. Is it really is that simple? So whatever. I love the misses stretch marks. Awesome. Thanks. <laughs> hey, hey, those are scars of war. Okay. Um, indeed, bro. Indeed. So anyway, so that's the picture that we're saying. Okay. On January 23rd of 2020, the Chinese instituted a lockdown. So whatever ultimate picture emerged, like whatever the proportion of cases was in on the west side and the east side should be roughly equivalent because the same basic disease mechanisms, the same spreading stuff, um, it should be roughly equivalent to the distribution that it was on January 23rd. Like this is... This is basic. So, and so the, like all the rest of, of what I put in there is literally just showing that when I, when I figured out how to brute force to do this, I was able to prove that that is exactly what happened because I was able to show what that picture actually looks like. <laughs> And it it is significantly off from what the Chinese claim that it was. 
significantly off to the point that it's, it's statistically impossible. Like this is not a mistake. Like there's a massive in, like dichotomy between what they're reporting in their national health system statistics and like all the other sources that I found. The difference being that it's easier to lie about one source that has one person in control of it than to lie about 38 different sources that I pulled together mm. to produce what I produced. So I spent two years doing this. And the reason why it took two years is because um, I didn't think that this was going to work. Like what I ended up doing, I was actually compiling for a different reason. I didn't have high expectations of it. Mm. But for two years, I've been trying different things to, to piece together what actually happened. And I, like, people can go back and look at the streams when I was talking to you in 2021 and talking to JC. And because, because there you can see all those other things that I tried. But yeah. finally, after I gave up, like, so the picture that's on screen right in here. What this shows is, is Wuhan. And Wuhan is a city of 11 million people. And the Chinese, um, like the city itself is broken into 13 suburbs or districts. And four of those districts are on the eastern side of the river. And that's where the Wuhan Institute of Virology labs are. And then the other nine are on the opposite side of the Yangtze River. And for ease of use, when I first started doing this two years ago, I just made the eastern side of the river green and the western side where the market is red. And I've kept that same color scheme throughout. Yep. And so, like, throughout the document that, that Doc McCarran is looking at is about 60 pages, but it, most of that is simply exhaustive detailing of the sources that I used, the studies that I used to come up with the numbers that I did. Because I, I, wanted, I wanted to be brutally clear that anybody could take these specific things, pull this specific data and come up with the exact same result that I came up, or at least very close. Yeah. I wanted there to be no doubt that about the data itself. So there's a challenge to you folks. Uh, oops. Um, go, go look through it. Count this stuff up and see. Uh, check Charles' math. Um, yeah, because and what people don't, because <laughs> I I could literally talk about this for twelve hours, because I didn't just. It's not like I I saw those thirteen districts and so I found the numbers for that and then. And then poof, voila, no. Because underneath those 13 districts, those 13 districts are broken down into sub-districts called Zhidao, I guess. I mean, I have no idea what how it's pronounced. But I'm just, to sound smart, I'll just say Zhidao and we'll go ahead. Right. And as you may have guessed, that information is kind of hard to find. China is not very open about their data. Mm. They don't, 
They don't like us to know anything about their cities. Like not, they don't even let Google Maps like accurately place the streets on the top of on the satellite images. I mean, it's ridiculous. So it took a long time <laughs> to to find all these different data from different sources and slowly piece them together. And it took Dude, long time um, because nobody else was doing it. Keep keep talking. The decorators. Uh, I don't know if they're removing scaffolding or something, but I've just heard something crash down. Um, yeah, it, the dude's working by himself. Let me just go and uh, see if yeah. it's all right. Yeah, <laughs> so. we, we don't want him to turn up like you. So. <laughs> 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 all right, anyway. Okay, so while he goes and, and checks out that TBI in progress, <clears throat> um, Wuhan, big city, 13 districts, 11 million people, and Uh, over the course of two years, I tried lots of different things trying to figure this out. And the big difference between what I was doing and everybody else is that 98 or 99% of all reporting about what happened in Wuhan during the outbreak has focused on the early cases, uh, which kind of makes sense. I mean, you're trying to figure out the origin of the pandemic, so you, you want to go back as far as you can to see, okay, what happened. However, <laughs> my, like one of my main things that I was thinking as I was going through this was, how do we know if what they're telling us is true? Because the, the only source for these 174 cases, like the only real source that we have is directly from the CCP in the World Health Organization report. So yeah, apologies about that. We can't. He's uh, taking down the the crane that they use. Okay, for... so he's not. He didn't have TBI or anything, right? No, no, no. It's just. Oh, um, it's just... <laughs> not that that would ever happen, of course. But you know. No, I, only to me. Not with you. Uh, <laughs> so. Funnily enough, they ain't wearing hard hats, but they're wearing masks. <laughs> Well, oh yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. I guess we could, just as we could an aside, go, we could riff on that, but yeah, mm -hmm. yes. So everything about this pandemic is wrong, like just everything. Mm. Um, but so basically, what I was saying is that all ninety-nine percent of all the research that's been done about Wuhan and the outbreak and the, the commentary, etc., has been focused on the earliest cases. Mm -hmm. But the earliest cases were reported in a single, well, officially reported in a single document directly from the CCP. And nobody on, on the zoonosis side is, has questioned that at all. Like, they don't care. Because mm -hmm. their goal is simply to prove that it was natural. It's not to prove that anything else. They, they don't care what the truth is. And so mm. they've been using the CCB data to try and argue that the market was the origin. And at the same time, the CCB has been trying to just blame anything but Wuhan and say it was natural and blame the West. So 
so why, like, I've been struggling for years to understand why everybody has looked at these and only looked at the early cases. And when I mean everybody, I mean everybody in drastic. Like, I tried to get my fellow drastic mates to say, hey, we should look at this. We should look at all the rest of the cases because it might matter. And, well, I'm, I'm here two years later as the only author in the paper because, <laughs> because I failed to get anybody to really like pay attention. And it's ironic because when I, when I, when I realized what I, I realized now in the past couple of months, I brought it to Andrew Huff. I brought it to Alex Washburn and they immediately like, Holy shit. Yeah, this is it. Mm. <laughs> so that made me feel good because for two years, I've been the only person <laughs> who wanted to do it. Well, that. I mean, I, I've known about this data and, you know, so every time I've sort of seen them touting it in, mainstream sources i think i've uh, a sly chuckle to myself as <laughs> my faith's in the marines not the uh not the institutional yeah. lick spittles and in, in i mean instance. i do know something about maps okay when, right. when i was teaching one of the things i had to teach people i had to teach 19 year olds how to plot nuclear fallout by hand i imagine that's coming very handy in ukraine right now Probably, yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's a different story, but, um, but like, so, so, like, I hate math, but, but I understand, like, like, I understand the basic concepts of, of geospatial. Like, okay, mm. you're trying to find patterns in the chaos, okay? And in the case of Fallout, we have to, we have to estimate the size of the mushroom cloud, how high it goes in the sky, and from that. We have to decide how many 2,000 foot slices of altitude we're going to use because, you know, basically, the, like the framework that they use is that approximately every 2,000 meters, if you don't remember now, but at each level of altitude in the sky, the, there's an assumption that the wind direction is different. And they, and they can predict that, not perfectly, of course, but so we would take these 2,000 foot slices and there'd be like 20 of them. And so depending on how high in the air this mushroom cloud goes, they had to calculate by hand like the, the, the radius or the, like the contaminated, potential contaminated area for the fallout becomes. So, I mean, I do know something about maps and trying to like real world interpret data that we get. Um, this used to be kind of like what I did. Actually, just, just to change the subject I, I was asking johnny about this um in that uh, ammo dump where there supposedly was the british um depleted uranium savots do you think those savots would burn in like a th that type of explosion and cause fallout well so so fallout is literally just um you know part radioactive particles mm. Um, attaching to, you know, dust, and mm. in most cases, dust coming from an explosion or whatever. And in a dirty bomb type explosion, there's a radioactive source that gets you know blown up and mixed in with all this dust. And so, it's like a nuclear explosion, but just in a lower level. And the problem with this fallout, because uh, it, you're either close enough to be incinerated, 
Mm. Or, and, and most of that energy that, that would incinerate you or whatever would, would be one type of radiation. But, the, but of the major types of, of the major radioactive particles, the alpha particles like can't get through your skin and the beta, and the beta particles can burn your skin, but can't like really get in. So like a sheet of paper can protect you from these particles unless you inhale them. And that's how these particles become super dangerous because once the alpha or beta particle gets inside of your body, it can do all the nasty cancers uh, causing shit that radiation does, killing cells, etc. And and so that's why fallout is the main thing because you could either you're either dead and you don't have to worry about it, or you're close enough to get burned by the fires, or you're far enough from the fires but you have to worry about the fallout. And in all cases. You're, you're trying to just prevent the like these dust particles of radiation from getting inside your body. And so that's what fallout is. And so in the case of depleted uranium, for instance, uranium, depleted uranium is not like weapons-grade nuclear. It's not, it's not super radioactive, right? But I'm just, yeah, I'm just trying to... But at the same time, a, like if it gets in, like if it gets inside of you, it can still be bad. Because yeah. radiation... To, Generally speaking, it's bad if it gets inside your body. And depleted uranium, by its very nature, because what they're, use, what they're using it for is, for people who don't know, uh, during the 70s and 80s in particular, and, and right, like kind of ending in the Gulf War, a lot of countries were, were taking their bullets or their tank rounds or something, and they were mixing in a little bit of depleted uranium. And the reason is because it it makes it far more effective at at um, at piercing armor. So it's great for armor piercing, but if you're shooting off these rounds, you're creating these these radioactive particles mm -hmm. in the process. So there's radioactive contamination anytime you're using depleted uranium. And it's highly mm. suspicious that right after they publicly state that they're moving depleted uranium, like within like a week, I think, they publicly state, hey, we're, we're moving depleted uranium into Ukraine, the depleted uranium rounds. Magically, those same rounds get blown up, mm. producing, um, you know, some localized fallout instead. Kind of suspicious. You know, it's like it's like if they, it's like when they were shelling the the power plant, mm. and they said, "Oops, oh, we blew it up and it melted down, and now lots of people die." Well, yeah, I mean, did like was that an accident or or not? Because because it's just incredibly suspicious. So we can think of this as like a like a miniature uh, reactor meltdown, like a, a miniature Fukushima. Mm -hmm. And I mean, really, other than that, like the process is the same. It's fallout. It's how it gets dispersed is 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 it's, it's not that important if you once you inhale it. I'm, I'm, I'm just I'm trying to think of the the metal itself being burning off, as it were. It's just in 
like those temperatures in my mind would have been not high enough. Well, really. I well, all you have to do is just um, uh, get the particles dispersed. So if it's burning, if if there's smoke and it's got radioactive particles, then it's then it probably won't take much. Even if it's like it's not like a giant explosion, it's not going to take much to produce enough. Uh, residual radiation that you know your your Geiger counters or, or your little ID badges that are are counting accrued radiation like they'll they'll start to receive signals because background radiation is really low and anything above that is immediately noticeable. So, I mean, it it would be very easy to spot as long as you had a detector. Like you could almost instantaneously know, hey, this is an abnormal amount of radiation. So. Right, right. Well, I mean, I haven't heard much beyond little rumors. I, I don't think there's huge clouds of radioactive yeah. material. Yeah, I, but but the the situation, like the like the things leading up to that, are incredibly suspicious. Mm. Um, it because there's there's literally no reason. Like people have sworn off the use of depleted uranium. Because it contaminates the environment, so I have no idea why the Brits would, would fucking publicly, <laughs> well, I don't know why they'd make a show of saying, "Hey, we're going to send depleted uranium into Ukraine," mm. and ostensibly the world would say, "No, nah, we're not really supposed to do that." Like it just doesn't make any sense. It, it's mind-boggling to me mm. the logic, and to have a week later or whatever have a cachet of it be destroyed i'm sorry i i'm sorry i just don't that that's beyond ridiculous <laughs> mm -hmm. it, it looks like yeah. they're, they're, it looks like they're trying to incite further nuclear intention nuclear tensions by yes hat by bringing this more into the discussion that's what it looks like to me yeah i i think so um Anyway, uh, yeah. away from the bi nuclear war, back to the biological war. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, and this is what this is what really pisses me off is that when I see all these other people talking about these things, as if they know any fucking thing about any of these things. I don't know who Sasha Latipova is, mm. but I I don't know why she's talking about. Bioweapons and biodefense, as if she's an expert. Like maybe she is, I but I have no idea who she is. Mm. I mean, my assumption has been that you know she like she was a DoD civilian at some point or whatever. But no, no, um, she wasn't. I don't want to say she's Ukrainian as well. Well, I mean, I'm sure that's not suspicious. Come on now, mm. let's not be ridiculous, Kevin. It's not going to be that obvious, right? <laughs> pretty, God, yeah. I, I'm so, pretty sure maybe someone will correct me in the chat if I'm wrong, but um Well whatever. Well she she has ten times as many readers of her Substack and she's been interviewed by RFK, so I mean what do I know? But I, I know that she's saying some wrong shit about bioweapons, so mm. <sighs> but anyway. Well she's 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 one going around again saying well, along the lines of there's no virus, right? And... Right. Well, so part of the reason why why I first like really came to attention is because 
is because JC started paying attention mm. because she, she was all about that all this was manufactured. And and yes, well, I agree that, you know, there's a lot of... Dad, uh, wasn't her first thing was that um, she she was highlighting production inconsistencies? That's how she was emerged on the yeah, sort of something scene. Something like that. And, well, well, she was she was kind of in a similar way, kind of doing what I was doing with the Wuhan stuff, which is she was aggregating all this reporting about the jabs and, and their development, and saying, "Hey, you know, this looks really suspicious." So, I, I, hey, I can respect that. Um, but a lot of her conclusions since then have been they've been taking things too far like you, you can't just you can't there's no reason there's no evidence to suggest that all of this is fake simply because you know they were pre-planning a lot of these things beforehand yes we know they're evil and they probably were but but that doesn't mean that there's no virus or or that the jab is the jab is all that matters and there was nothing released in the beginning i mean it's it there's there's no evidence to support these things, so, and I know people get frustrated when I say it, but um, we should actually pay attention to the evidence. Yes. You know, I don't just I'm I'm not just like interested in the diffuse proposal because it was leaked to me or given to me to leak. Um, I'm interested in it because it's actual evidence, and and we should look into that. <laughs> We, sh we shouldn't just say that it's fake and ignore it and, and move on because it's dumb. Yes. And, and I hate to say I told you so, but, but I will stand my ground on this and I will say, prove me wrong. <laughs> because on this stream, you've just seen that something that I publicly stated two years ago is now finally being stated. Um, Everything that I've made a claim about, that I've been talking about with the censorship or with this Wuhan epidemiology or with the watchmaker argument or with the diffuse proposal, so all, so all the things that I have been involved in, none of those things have been proven wrong. Mm. And in fact, all the evidence continues to be leading in all of those cases to the fact that a shoe salesman worked on his MBA was right so i'm sorry people but sorry yeah take so that if, academic experts you're useless if you disagree if you disagree with me i don't care because i don't care if i'm right i care about people dying and that it's still happening yeah. I, if i was if i was willing to accept somebody stabbing me in the back and losing the best job i've ever had because this was more important then i'm not just going to give up because somebody tells me that I'm wrong. No, I don't care. I, I'm just, I just don't. So in the four big areas that I have researched, I've not been proven wrong. Ever. Mm. And as... And as I'll, I'll use this moment to uh, <laughs> remind folks, feed the Marine. Feed oh, yes. the Marine. Yeah. Be um, um, hang on. I because I've lost, your, uh, I've lost everything. I've, I've lost everything in this fight, okay? And I did it because this is that important. I did it because 
Because this, th- this Wuhan thing that I just did, that I just did, was a result of two years doing it by myself because nobody else wanted to listen to me. Okay. Trying to find your PayPal on the Prometheus Shrug site. Is it on there, bro? Um, yeah, I mean, like, in a lot of the articles, either at the end or at the beginning, wherever the section is where it talks about like subscribing, okay, it'll have the Substack link and it'll have a, a PayPal link. So I, I can't tell you which specific ones, but like, right. yeah, you, you keep talking. I'll, yeah, I'll yeah. Um, fish, fish through these and, but, but, and but you're right because, um, <laughs> In these four areas, one of those four areas is why RFK reached out to me. Okay, and, I'm, and I've been still been proven right on every single case. And, and I don't say that because I, I need to be right. I'm saying that because all day, every day, I talk to scientists and researchers. It's it's at SARS Cov Riggs. Yeah, SARS. Like all day for three years, that's all I've done is talk to scientists and researchers. And I don't care about being right or wrong. But people seem to think that I'm lying when I say that I've actually read things that I've read. And and they shouldn't. Okay. And and I mean, we saw JC like publicly attack me in different ways, attacking my Excel spreadsheet, attacking uh, the quality of my work. The fact that I said that I fell asleep while working on an article because I literally fell asleep while working on an article, you know, um, like you're just trying to be petty. I don't care. I mean, I care, but, but it's not about that. Yeah. It's just it's academics, bro. Just it's never episodes. been about. And so, so yeah, let's go ahead and let's close it up because, because this thing, what I'm explaining here about Wuhan this has been public information the entire time, okay? The, because where I found the answer was not in the early case data. What I, what I finally started doing after trying a whole bunch of other stuff was I was going through individual studies that were being done at hospitals in Wuhan where they would take 70 patients or all 1,500 patients that they did at this hospital or... And they would do a cohort study analyzing, you know, certain um, like factors that would make it more likely um, like, uh, like blood pressure issues or nutritional stuff. Or I think one was like a PTSD study of the, of the hospital, hospital workers. Um, like literally any study that I could find that mentioned the quantity of cases that they treated or, or just a quantity that they treated at that particular hospital. And I had previously, <laughs> I'd previously gathered data for all 171 subdistricts in Wuhan. I'd previously gathered data on the 3,800, I'm sorry, the 3,058 um, healthcare worker cases that have been confirmed. Which is important because doctors who got sick, we can believe those numbers because they were reported by the Chinese Red Cross. And they were confirmed like no shit. They took the test and passed. And hospital, care, hospital workers were more likely 
to um, have access to those tests. So it was incredibly important for just for the sake of of of, of that of having good solid data. Mm-hmm. And then the real the best part about this is that as I was gathering this data unintentionally, um, I was focusing on studies that were done by scientists and doctors in Wuhan. So these are, these are doctors who treated the patients that they're later writing studies about, writing studies to help prepare doctors outside of Wuhan to what they're going to face. Okay, well, here's this new virus. Here's, here's the lab results that we kept getting. Here's these things you need to look out for, etc. And they did hundreds of these studies. And I started like, like keeping a record of the study results. Okay, how many cases did they have? How many deaths did they have? At which hospital was it? Because in, in addition to the 171 subdistricts, I had a list of the 167 like hospitals that had um, medical personnel that got confirmed cases. And so I combined those two main lists. And then I combined the Weibo data, which is a separate, Weibo is, a, is there like a chat service that they use on their phones. And for a while they're using it as an emergency service thing. And so I took another 600 uh, set of case data from that. And I combined now, all these things. Yeah, go is, is there not crossover and repetition across that that, Great question. Great question. Yes. So there's three main sets of data that I used. One was uh, healthcare workers, and the second was was called cases that were at the the temporary hospitals that were set up, because there were 16 of those, and if if you were suspected, uh, I'm sorry, if you tested positive, but you were asymptomatic or you hadn't developed symptoms yet, then they would they would isolate you at one of these 16 hospitals. And so most of the cases that were there, and it ended up being about 15,000, most of those cases were, they just stayed there for a couple of weeks and then got better and moved on. A small fraction of them became more serious and then were transferred to the actual hospitals. And so, yes, your question was, is there some crossover? Yes, but we don't know what the amount of that crossover was. It was not very, it was, but it was probably about 15% max. So there may be some doubling of numbers in some cases. Okay. However, there's an infectious disease hospital that's like, they have, like they're, they're trained to specifically respond to highly um, contagious and deadly pathogens. So a lot of the very first cases did go there, but that's 5% of the cases. And that's why it doesn't matter because you could do all sorts of double counting, but you cannot ch- explain why there's a 20% shift in the overall 50,000 cases from one side of the river to the other. It's impossible. Like it, it literally cannot be confounded by any of these assumptions. It cannot be. And, and the real best part is that 
all of the 38 studies out of the hundreds that I went through, the 38 that I, that I used, 100% of them are Chinese. And what that means is, since almost all of them were published after um, March 3rd of 2020, when, when all research that could potentially be related to the origin of the pandemic had to be censor approved, not just like peer reviewed in a journal, it had to be censor approved before you submitted it to a journal. Okay. So, so basically all of these studies. I wonder how so, that worked though. Who was, <laughs> I don't know. Who was doing like, that censorship, right? That they would. Uh... I mean, well, see, but see, that's the thing is that the studies that I ultimately was going through were probably they, like they didn't spend a lot of time thinking about it. Why? Because nobody would be dumb enough to take all that fucking time to go through all of them and try to compile them. I'm sure they were thinking nobody will ever fucking do that. Like, you know, if if this is a study about 77 cases at a tiny hospital on the outskirts of the city, they don't. No one's ever going to use that to aggregate to come up with a right answer that proves that China was lying. Like, it's just not going to happen. Mm. but that's the beauty of it is because <laughs> because i actually did that because i was that stupid um i ended well, up that's not the uh adjective <laughs> i would use but tenacious would be uh... yeah 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 I, i'm i'm pretty stubborn and hopefully china is starting to figure that out because i've been pretty open and honest about it okay but that's how that's why this is important okay because what i discovered by accident okay as i was aggregating all this data um and I, I started getting to a total number that was about the same as the total number of reported cases so it's like okay well now that i've got this um for shits and giggles let's just see what this looks like okay because I had this specific, <laughs> I, had, I had the hospitals and I had spent dozens of hours <laughs> trying to translate names of hospitals and figure out in which district those hospitals were in mm. a year before, just so that when I got to this point, I would end up being able to use, it was easier for me to plug it in because I'd already done all that. Mm -hmm. But once again, like when I started, I didn't know which parts were going to be useful. I was just trying to trust my gut. And that's why that's why I'm so happy and proud of that is because all I did was do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> I just I just counted the stuff. I mean, I, can, I, I wish I could explain to people how frustrating it was to try to figure out what the name of a hospital was or, or where it was located because there are like seven different names for hospitals in China. Like sometimes they're called by the, by the chain that they belong to. Sometimes they're called by the, by the university they're attached to some, and there's like, and there were dozens of times where I had to realize, Oh crap, this isn't the right one at all. This is, this is actually over here. And it, it took forever. Like I spent thousands of hours, just trying to correct data just so I could piece it together. Mm -hmm. 
So the, the Chinese reports that you were getting were all in Chinese or written in English? Uh, I'd say it's probably about 50-50. Right. Yeah, like I remember one, there was like one that had 76, it was like 76 uh, lung x-rays and it was all in Chinese. And, and that one had gone through like three revisions with different titles. So it took me a while just to figure out that that was actually just one paper. I mean, it was terrible. I wish I could How are you doing that, bro? It's just like Google. <laughs> like, that's, that's part of the problem is that because nobody else was doing this. Nobody else cared. They weren't interested. So I had to do it all by myself. Which is why it took no, I, I just take a look at those spider scratchings that make up uh, Asian script, man. My my eyes just glaze over, bro. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm glad you did it. Hey, I started learning the characters for some stuff. I mean, you know. Oh yeah. Cool. <laughs> what, what's really scary is that is that like I know this data so well now <laughs> that. Um, I, I have a hard time believing there's anybody on the planet <laughs> that's more well versed in this data than I am right now because because I had to do it from scratch <laughs> uh, with trial and error. Um, like you could drop me in any of the thirteen districts in Wuhan, and I could find my way <laughs> at night to anywhere else in the city because I've spent that long looking at the maps of the city. Like I know the major uh. roads. Even to the Baiju with uh, the karaoke. Well, okay, not like that. I mean, <laughs> that's what Dashik was whenever he was doing this stuff. But, but I mean, I've spent way too much time. I'll put it that way. This is and this was my side project. This is this isn't where I spent most of my time. This is just what I did on the side when I had a chance. And the bottom line is. When I got done with all of that and I put it all together, I said, holy shit, that can't be right. Because um, when I told it, when I accumulated it all and, and, and put, compiled it all and, and then broke it down into districts, I was like, hold on. This is, this is bad because uh, this is not, like, this is way off. Okay. And remember, the total amount of cases is within a couple of hundred of the official case totals. But the distribution of cases within the city is completely different. And the reason why... So I... just, just, to, just to help people um, clarify the graphic, right? So the, the negative numbers on the east side in red, that's, that's what you're officially counting down those numbers and then the green is where you've basically added them right up. that's the difference like the net change in the in the overall number of cases in that district there were five districts in particular because after i gathered up and i said holy shit there's 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 5800 too many or too few on one side where the whip is and 4900 too many on the other then i found like the like the most ridiculous piece which was and once again, I, I didn't plan this. <laughs> this is from 38 studies. Um, 38 censor-approved, peer-reviewed studies. 
they when I put them all together, um, and then I looked specifically at the two districts on the eastern side, so the green, where the the with so Wu Chang, the central city, and then a, a district called Jiangjia, which is further south, the southeast. Shangjia is where the BSL-4 lab is. It's not in the center city. It's, it was put on the outskirts wisely. It was still put in a floodplain, but you know, whatever. But it was put on the outskirts, 15 kilometers away from the wave itself. And so we don't actually know like what would have been of the two places because it could have been leaked or whatever from any or deliberately released or whatever it is. It could have come from either of those labs. Um, but well, what's interesting with HQ one is that not where they were? They BSL two set up right and yeah, BSL they had a two BSL two and BSL three lab, and that's where Xi Jingli was. Okay, and the one down south is where somebody named Daniel Anderson, and that's where they were working on Ebola and other crap that they stole from the Canadians. Right. And, um, but Xi Jingli was in Wuchang in the main central district. And in Wuchang, when I added up the totals from the Wuchang hospitals as reported by the doctors who work there or at, at Wuhan University or Huazong S&T or, or the other scientists at the, you know, the people who are literally watching this on the doorstep, <laughs> okay, mm-hmm. they were locked down and they were... So they're reporting their actual lived experience. And they're saying we had this number of cases at this hospital. Okay. Well, when I told it up, there are an extra like 3,500 cases in Wuchang. So the district where the Wuhan Institute of Virology is has by far the biggest increase compared to what the official numbers state. That is huge. Okay. If you go from 7,500 or 7,700 cases to more than 11,000 cases, 11,000 is 20% of all cases in the entire outbreak, like for the records. (laughs) Okay. And that's so if somebody told you. Where was the uh, temporary hospital that they built on that map? Well, there were 16. So there was, um, but. There were two in Wuchang, one near the Yellow Tower, but further south, if I remember correctly, and then one that was kind of close to the Wiv and to uh, Zhangnan Hospital up near a lake. I mean, it's hard for me to, to say when I'm not showing you on my device, but but basically, um, um, well, yeah, it's, it's it's kind of it's kind of irrelevant. The the point is that they. Well, I, I, I guess the point I was getting to was, was their distribution around the city relatively equal or, or were they, yes. or did they concentrate yes. more? Okay. No, they had, yes. There's nothing to suggest that, that like that uh, skewed in a way that would mess up the stuff, like the conclusions or anything. There's, yeah. Um. And in fact, that's part of the problem <laughs> because I also noticed that 
um, that the basically the entire additional 5,809 cases, uh, 99.7, I think is the number, 99.7% of all of those cases that were the net increase on the eastern side where the wave was can be explained just by Shangxia and Wuchang. So the two places where the labs are can explain all of the net increase. And if you actually look at the at the numbers, you'll see that in addition, there are big changes in the other districts besides those two, but they kind of cancel each other out. Whereas these two literally almost perfectly fit that number. And what's interesting is that those districts are where they had those some of those um, temporary hospitals at. And so what I think is the case is that when you see some of the of the shifting can be explained by, okay, are they reporting their district where they live or are they reporting the the district where the hospital was, like the temporary hospital? And, and so I do think that there is some shifting that goes along with that. But at the end of the day, the two districts where the labs are, and then the three districts on the other side, which are which surround the market, those account for 99.9% of all the net decrease in cases from that side of the river. So, and, and once again, I... So it, it that, sort of begs the question. That arose naturally from the data. <laughs> like I didn't so make it, it up. begs the question in this instance, though, that were the Chinese trying to nudge data towards so it looked like the market? Yes. Okay. So here, so here's here's the bottom line. Um, it's up to China to explain why why their own scientists ignored the published data coming out of Wuhan and came up with their own official numbers that, that actually tell a completely different story. I, I don't care what the answer is. The answer is that they lied about something in some way. And the, and the outcome of their lying, the outcome of their massive manipulation of statistics is that it turned attention away from Wu Chang where the Wuhan Institute of Virology was, to the Huanan market. Like, the, the, it just is. Like, they cannot argue with their own data. They can't. I mean, I, I can watch them try. So this... I'm trying to just pass like, out what... I, I would ask you, I would ask you to do this. Think, see if you can think of any other possible explanation other than that they wanted to shift attention away from that side of the river. Because yeah, so... You can think of one, but I doubt they, it. They can push it towards the market side and then be confident enough in the... like the investigations that happened afterwards with respect to uh, intermediate um, host species, right? As a... a right. The, would be honed in on and the chances of finding something there in a raccoon dog as we found out is literally 
odds of a mil millions millions to well, one against right i actually think i actually think it's simpler than that i think that people are getting caught up in this okay well what were they trying to do i don't think they needed any other thought process other than we need to not have you know all the focus be uh, where the labs are <laughs> because that would be bad i don't think they wanted to highlight the market because in fact it was George Gao in February of 2020 writing in publications saying, yeah, it probably isn't the market. So, so I think their main goal was just simply to not have it come from the other side of the river because it's so damning. Um, because it's so obvious, like from a military perspective, like it's so obvious. Like th that is the null hypothesis to prove otherwise. So um speaking as i mean somebody, it kind of leaps out at you off, yeah, I mean, graphic, my, right? my job in the marine corps was to analyze data like this and come up with like and provide a logical cogent explanation for what likely happened like and then i taught other people how to do this <laughs> so mm. i'm not bullshitting here um this is obvious and so it should be the null hypothesis and the fact that when you take these 38 studies published a year across a, a year period by Chinese scientists, censor approved, et cetera, et cetera, and then you put them together and they show a completely different geospatial distribution. Like it's, it's literally impossible for, for both of these things to be true. There, there are two conclusions, and one of them is true, one of them is, is not. Okay, it's either that the CCP lied in its official data, in its official database, or these 38 studies conspired together to manipulate statistics that after passing censor approval would implicate them in data manipulation <laughs> like that's impossible there's only one conclusion here <laughs> because it cannot be because if they went through the if they if they manipulate 38 studies worth of data they would not have manipulated it so that way it made it look like <laughs> they were guilty of manipulating mm. they, they would they would have done the opposite of what these studies show. Like well, let, let me let me put another scenario to you that um, because of the nature of how the Chinese operate, obviously with sort of top down central control, got to got to pass sensors and what have you, that maybe the data could have been being fed to you know such so, uh, an. I don't know what that organization would be in Chinese, but at some bureaucratic level. And they're they're trying to make sense of stuff. And they're just then they're making mistakes in the counting. It's, pos it's possible. But here's what I'll say. Hmm. There is no way in Hades. <laughs> okay, let's say you're making mistakes. Is it if if that's true and there were mistakes made? then why do all of these mistakes, when you compile them, make it look like China 
lied about 20% of its, like they moved 20% of the cases across a river. Like, why? <laughs> like this, they would never do this to implicate themselves. It would be like committing suicide when their stated goal publicly has been to say, this cannot have come from the labs. It must have come from nature. So, like, I don't, I don't even worry about like the arguments that will come, because at the end of the day, if, if you if you have two brain cells to rub together, and you think about this, you're going to realize that they would never, if they went, if they went, <laughs> the way I put it to Michael Roby, because he, uh, he he moved cases across a river, like across the Han River, which is like a secondary river separating uh, like parts on the western side uh, there's like a gravitational pull moving these cases towards the human end <laughs> market okay i made a meme about it and everything okay mm. and i said um and i compared it to when hercules changed the course of a river to clean the augean stables because that's what they're that's basically what they've done here tell me tell me uh, you've got the warabi slide in here just just for comparison of their geospatial data well yeah it's uh so if you um so warobi was looking specifically at the at the first 174 cases trying literally doing everything he could to only use the shittiest data from the world organization report. he he ignored all but two of those 38 studies so let's see if you go. I'm trying to remember where it is. Um, Scrolling through it, I don't. I, it's, it's that I'll sort of black and white. Yeah, there's several. There's several different sections, but um, crap, I can't. I can't remember exactly. It's in there somewhere. But what I show is that I go through the 13 districts and I put a percentage. Okay, according to Warobi, according to the World Health Organization report. According to the official statistics, these are the percentages of, of the total cases that each district had. And, and Warobi's was always, like Warobi was using the World Health Organization report. And I knew from a couple hundred studies that I've been looking at that all of the geospatial distributions were at least 65-35. But the World Health Organization report has a west-east ratio of 85 to 15, okay? And, I mean, yeah, sure. Wait, say, say that again? That, that sounded to me to like they're, so, they're favoring so the favoring west the, more. The markets, favoring the market side, yes. Oh, sorry, so 85 I'm, I'm, market, I missed. 15 lab. And every other study from everywhere else has a minimum of 65-35. And what I discovered when I looked at that big picture was that according to the Chinese data, <laughs> the actual proportion is 53 to 47. Okay. Mm. So if you think back to the tattoo and the pregnant chick and how it expands, okay. Mm. The picture that we have at the end of the pandemic should still be pretty close. Not exact, but roughly equivalent. It should look similar to 
the picture on January 23rd, so before most of the cases had happened, but on the day of the lockdown. And so it was obvious to me, like I felt confident that the that the roughly 65-35 ratio was enough to disprove the World Health Organization report. Because it was because on, even on January 9th, which is the closest to the early case data. So nine days difference, you see it has that 65-35 ratio. Mm. Every time. So you mean to tell me that in nine days, something happened that we don't know, just magically, the lab side caught up. No, that's not the way this works. Mm. So I didn't know that after I did it all at the end, it would actually be even worse. By ten percent worse. So, like, this was even better than I could have imagined. Like, I never expected it to be this obvious. Like, yeah. Well, I, I, what I would do, dude, is um, you need to um, come up with a confidence um, statistical measure of that, right? And then, and then that lines you up for. Um, submission to a well yeah i'm sorry i'm sorry i I didn't speak it in their language because yeah yeah that's that's but they'll dismiss you because of it so well the scientists can go fuck their p-values okay because (laughs) because what's crazy is that both sides ignored this data and and it pisses me off because here in the united states we have what's called the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency. One of our 18 intelligence agencies. It has a $5 billion budget. It has like, like 2,000 or 20. It has some stupid number of employees. And they, they get paid $5 billion to do this. Now, you know what, Charles? There was some SARS detected in Antarctica. Remote, to scan their most remote place on the planet. So Antarctica, believe it or not, is actually the best scanned by satellite of anywhere on Earth now. <laughs> because, because they did that rather than do this. Mm. Because they were, willing to, they were willing to look at Antarctica to avoid having to look at actual evidence. Mm. And that's just God, imagine shot. what a dull job that is, dude. Just white. <laughs> yeah. White. So needless to say, needless Desert. to say, I have a I have a bit of a chip on my shoulder, okay? Mm. I'm a bit Rightly so, rightly so. Because the first thing that I investigated as a member of Drastic, even before I did, was the censorship. And then I discovered Fauci's relationship to it. And then I quantified it. <laughs> and then I looked mm. at Wuhan epidemiology. And then I kept doing it. And I came up with mm. this conclusion. And then I looked at the HIV connection. And then I realized that that connects to the censorship. Mm. And then I connected that to the medical freedom movement and all the crap that they're doing. And almost all of it was done for free. Mm. And I can't even get the people on our side to see this. Okay. Because here's what matters about this Wuhan report. Okay. Mm. What this means is that the ball has to be in their court. Okay. The Arguing about raccoon dogs at the market is irrelevant. Why? 
Because if China was willing to lie and fabricate or manipulate statistics for 11,000 cases, why on earth would we trust 174 cases for which we have zero supporting data? Why would we base our entire investigation of the phylogenetics like Warovia has done or, or the market or whatever, why would we base that on 174 cases when we have 11,000 that we know were manipulated? We, we, it's yeah. stupid. It's ridiculous. We, we are wasting time. We are wasting time because mm. it's up to China to prove that their own scientists lied. Let them yeah. do that. But until they do, I don't care what they reported in the, to the World Health Organization. And anybody who uses that data and ignores everything else, like what Roby has done, like the proximal origin authors who worked with him have done, well, they're full of shit. Because they're obviously not interested in the truth. Because if they were, um, they would not trust the early case data. And they would not base an entire investigation, an entire argument about raccoon dogs off, off that. That's, that's all that matters in this case. Millions of people have died. China lied. I don't know why they lied, but they did. And we need to figure that out. And the other problem is, is that everybody else ignored it and ignored all the evidence in all these areas. So this paper, I mean, far be it for me to you know, make claims that I can't support or whatever. I'm not a scientist, but I dare them to prove me wrong because China has, China has to fight dozens of its own articles that were approved by its own censors. Let them fight that fight. But we don't have to prove anything else. We don't. Like... As far as I'm concerned, the discussion is over. Because yeah, I mean, like I say, it, it, you know, looking at it graphically like this, <laughs> it leaps off the page and, you know, and, and constructive criticism, Charles, would just be um, the, uh, derives the p-value in the, uh, the change. Right, right. right. But and, as you can plainly see, I don't give a shit. <laughs> because, because I know with people like you, who can do you can help with, with those things and that, because at the end of the day what i care about has never changed okay mm -hmm. i started doing this before my wife's best friend died i started doing this before millions of americans had died and and i've had to do it alone so like great personal same. cost because because nobody else would do it but all I wanted to know was, look, just <laughs> I wanted to make it so blatantly obvious. So I, I laid out all the data. I linked it. They literally can just click on the links and go verify the shit themselves. Well, the, if they can't even count dots on a map, Dave. <laughs> right, they're not, right, they're not going. Uh, but I'm not, trying, I'm not trying to win over scientists who have literally been lying to us this entire time. That's not the point. The point is just to get this out into the open so people say, you know what? Yeah, this is fucking bullshit. Okay, well, yeah, you're right. This, we should be focusing on other things. So Nick's in the chat and he says, it's no deep mystery 
they agreed to this kabuki and chicanery in 1974. And I mean, I'm inclined to uh, agree. Right, right. And um, see, my goal with this was simply to 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 like clear the the crap out of like wait, I'm sorry. All I wanted to do was was help us like rule out certain things. Okay, can we? Like, what's the basic thing we need to get from this? It's all bullshit. Cool. Well, now we can stop pretending. Because just like you know, um, all of this is connected. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's probably not just China. And that's part of the problem. If you because... two promise not to kiss in the trash can, I'll send a invite to... Yeah, uh, I mean, if you want to come on here, but but yeah, this... This is pretty cut and dried, okay? I want to get back to yeah. discussing the real shit, you know? Like, mm. that the jabs are bioweapons and stuff. Mm. Because they are. De but, facto bioweapons. Um, de- yeah, yeah, we, yeah, de facto. The bottom line is, is I have not been wrong yet on any of these big things. So, I'm not saying that I'm right. But, um, you know, I should have some gravitas by now. Yes, uh, uh, you do in my book, dude. <laughs> you, you are you are uh, the the uh, tippy tip of the the spear. Um, I mean, geez, I don't know. I don't know what else I have to fucking do. If like I I, I grab their hand, I lead them, I lead the horses to the water, I dip their snouts in it. Um, mm. You know, I force their heads under so they they have to do something. You know, or they drown. Like I don't know what else I can do. But this, but I can do this, and so I did, and I was right. So they can suck it, um, and that, and now we need to move on to actual shit that matters. So, yes, uh, let's let's see if uh, I sent a invite Nick uh, via Discord if you want to jump in. Um, I mean, so I am curious. Free. I am curious to hear from what you and others think about, like, okay about my like thought process or like I welcome critiques. I'm just curious to know, like from a scientist perspective, like an, a legitimate scientist well, uh, say what? Like, not, not, not being a expert in geospatial um, mapping and um, the stats. Um, Simon is, and for sure we can um, extract a lot more out of the data beyond a, a percent change and you know do that do the yeah i mean because i knew i mean i've done studies beyond this like i've extrapolated because like i said i tried all sorts of things mm. but but i i realized i came to realize that all i really needed to do now was put this out there because at, at this point i've done enough <laughs> yeah so, yeah um, I, I'm, I'm happy to help uh, in sort of, I don't know, sort of shaping the the raw data. Um, that look, you can if you can see the signal in the raw data, like you've just done, that the the statistical part and what have you, that's um, relatively straightforward. It's when you really have to torture data to, um, you know. The, phrases p hacking right that you're you, you're trying to find anything of significance so you can you can publish are these people that create an entire narrative off of a single single read 
out of millions to try mm. and and turn some, nothing into something like mm. we were willing to do that but they won't will never they won't touch this with a 10 foot pole mm. Mm. even though nick. how are you I, sir this a year ago oh, thank you yeah hey nick Nick, hey, you could do on? me a favour. I, I don't know. I, I don't know. If Charles is uh, such a rock solid uh, bladder, but I, I need to take take a leap. Um, uh, I see what I'm called in for. <laughs> All right. So uh, right. keep um, keep keep the conversation going. And okay. uh, Charles, Charles was actually, actually. I don't know if you heard that heard that as you were connecting, which was he's he's looking for. Um, well, uh, constructive well, criticism, criticism, adulation. adulation yes, that, that that's well, a given. I just want to. I I, I want to. I, I just kind of want. I'll like, be back in a sec. Like verification that I'm not insane. That like that scientists really should be kind of a, approaching this from the direction of the evidence. And uh, I don't know. Maybe I'm too. I, I think too highly of scientists, but you know. I feel like I, that's what we're doing. Well, tell me this. Let's put it in a different analogy. If you're doing an exercise and your company is <laughs> is opposed to another company and you guys have some objective in the field, go capture the flag. Are you going to expect that opposing company in any way, shape, or form to be beneficial to you, to be supportive to you? To acknowledge or connect the dots or acknowledge, you know, put, say, hey, yeah, that it all makes sense. You've got all the data. Here's how it, it comports with reality. Here's how it contradicts the current narrative. No, of course not. Yeah. Yeah. So the, the just the simple question is, are you know, do you hit your head against a wall and hope that it turns into a door? Um, I'm saying that I sound like I'm saying that you, you know, snarky. Uh, no, no, but it's because it. I did that for years. I went to people who were totally traumatized about my research topic and expected them to be able to get in there and look at it objectively and critically and technically. So, no, I mean, I really just want to like, I, I don't care about at the end. All I really care about is that we get to the truth. That's it. That's all it's ever been. And so, like, honestly, what I want is just, like, everything I've tried to do, whether it's compiling, you know, sources or, or quantifying censorship or whatever, my ultimate goal is to, um, you know, make sense of something and then add. Like I heard you cussing earlier, you know, just like, I, I can't believe these people and what they have printed in these books. I can't believe, you know, I didn't or hadn't uh, looked up any of their citations and I didn't know about any of the mechanics that were going on between the parties, manipulating, intimidating, and killing whistleblowers. I had no insight on any of that yet. I didn't know about the Streckers, the thing, the people that had come before, the people that actually published. So it was all this sort of, as I kept going back and getting more little bits and pieces of it, um, you know, finally, you know, Horowitz put most of it together, including a full chapter of an interview with Robert Strecker um, before Robert died in 2018 in a car accident. Um, but the point being is that um, I, 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 I just anecdotally observed 
what occurred with this person, with that person, with this person's approach to the press or to getting the word out. I just I I realized in hindsight, oh, those were case studies. Those were those were examples. And I'm watching, um, you know, I heard the people you just mentioned, the different, you know, the, the health freedom folks and uh, the folks that seem more uh, universally or globally focused on on the COVID, you know, issue and really now the, the origin issue. Um, and you're going to continually encounter people who will pull you in and make you feel acknowledged and seen. And then they will subvert partway through the conversation and poison the well. I mean, that's that's a, a typical mockingbird um, uh, technique. Uh, so that's part of what I've been seeing on the Twitter spaces, just, you know, to kind of uh, to say what's what's happening. What else am I seeing is I see uh, really good minds like yourself and others that are and people that are vaccine injured. Those are the ones who I, I'm just like, I'm sorry, but if you name yourself, your your kids, your loved ones as vaccine injured. Uh, and you are are speaking with that passion, uh, you, you know, I'm just pretty much not going to doubt that individual anymore. But then you'll get these guest star, um, a lot of folks from the media who you you would think are are actually the next rung up on the ladder. It, it, as I see it, I'm like, okay, we're getting we're getting a broader exposure. We're not up to Ted Koppel, you know. We're not we're not up to to you know Oprah. It's not Oprah yet. We're not on Oprah, but uh, you know, well, we're I, we're I getting know, a, a larger scope. If you drop, so if you drop Ted Koppel and Oprah, I mean, you're kind of I'm aging yourself. myself. Yeah, well, yeah. no, I, I know. Yeah, I'm, well, that was a joke too. That was a joke. But so. hey, at least I know who Ted Koppel is because a lot exactly. of people probably wouldn't. <laughs> so. I didn't. I'll be honest. But yeah, but, but I understand what you're saying because, and, and yes, and there has to be some point at which, at which, at which we break through. Because, I mean, I don't want to sit here and claim that I'm God's gift to awesome. But Jesus, like, what else do I have to do? And I can't even get the people on our side to report what I'm what I did two years ago. So, it's just incredibly frustrating. Well, let's uh, talk about the let's talk about the medium. I'll go. Sorry, Kevin, please. Well, I, I was just I wanted your opinion, Nick, on why you think that you know generally I've considered U.S. right to know as a force for good. Um, is this just sort of audience hogging tactic that that they're engaged in that they wouldn't um, credit Charles with sort of pointing out this data that it that. And he's got the receipts to prove it that he did it um, two years ago. Is, is is that what we're seeing? Was it something more nefarious? Uh, well, I mean, big fish eat little fish. That's how the ocean works. And um, like like as happened to Charles' work before, when it got a mainstream, you know, it got popped up to uh, what's his nuts? Who did Glenn that Beck. to you? Glenn, yeah. Glenn, yeah. Which included, um, by the way, research from my epidemiology work and my censorship work and stuff that is like Glenn Beck reported on shit that, that US Right to Know is reporting on as if it's like breaking news. And that was 18 months ago. <laughs> so, I mean, like, so yes, even though he was, you know, 
glomming all the credit, at least he said my name at the end. And but but I sent them an email and and, and I publicly released it later on. Um and only because I wanted to draw attention to the fact that nobody was talking about it. And and like they responded, like I, I emailed back and forth with, with Gary Ruskin and like the lead person, the person who created US Right to Know and Synath. And like a God. It's uh, just but, with respect to um, uh, Glenn Beck, he should have at least had you on maybe like okay it's his show and him to doing but he does all sorts of shit outside of that main show right and he, he could have had you there and um pushed that well, out as content to special. get you it was meant to be like a live stream special and like they brought in um ryan cole and because i had never heard of him actually <laughs> i saw him in there they, they brought in steve deese like another show host and and ryan cole and uh god what's his name um daniel horowitz to talk about like their the reactions to these findings which were my discoveries mostly either that or a drastic you know and and they were talking about it <laughs> and i was like you could just ask me <laughs> because they also got an inside scoop on some of the backstory for diffuse which i had just released and actually um like when we started um like working on that episode on that show it was six days before we released it and so i actually like hinted hey there's more coming and then they incorporated it and they did a good job like they did a really good job but but what i told well i didn't get a response after this but what i told them afterwards was you missed a major opportunity okay and not because i need attention but because what drastic is doing what i'm doing what these other people are doing what we're finding um we're contributing a lot and just our the way that we're doing it the unorthodox nature of what we're doing is itself a story that people can understand and appreciate and and you missed a golden opportunity to highlight what drastic has done that nobody else was doing and that's just continued and continued when that's an awesome thing that happened that random people researchers and scientists got together like nick <laughs> like he's been doing for decades we got together to figure out the truth of something and we were making a big difference and we still are and by excising us from that story um you're you're weakening the nature of the, of the evidence and the and the awesomeness of the fact that how we got to that point i don't know I mean, maybe this is me but but we could have is, like, is every that. has every story been told yet no no i mean oh shit i have super massive breaking news it's just waiting for a platform that's big enough because I refuse. I refuse. To wow, I'm offended, Charles. How dare you? Sorry, bro. Sorry. <laughs> but I refuse to waste ammunition. <laughs> um, because now you keep that ammunition, bro. If 3,000 people are going to see it and then it's never going to go anywhere, 
Or then, someone will just steal it if, if you put it out uh, in, right. in a small well, network. And... I, want to, I want to win this war. I'm not, this isn't a battle for attention. Okay, so, uh, okay, well, all right. No, and, and, and we, we all hear that um, there's some hunger for acknowledgement and um, not just for a big bag of cash. Who would say no to that? But uh, that you're looking for uh, some, you know, credit where credit is due uh, and, and to be able to unpack um, some more of the detail on your terms and and frame it right. in the way that you explored the data and and through the lens that you looked through. So well, and the, all and the of that, that is good. Two years old and there's two years more of shit that's, that ties into this that, that is being missed. And I don't want to have to wait another two years for that to get out. You know, well, you, you guys are impatient. I've been waiting 45 fucking years for this to come oh, out. So okay. just yeah, yeah, yeah. simmer hey, down. Hey. Just hey. chill <laughs> the fuck out. I'm jumping, I'm ju I jumped on the HIV grenade and I've been yeah. fighting it. So, <laughs> so well, hey, so here's, here. here's, here's, I'm trying to help. <laughs> here's 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 what i will offer is just how i'm trying to evolve and maximize these free areas where we can get more exposure i'm gonna do you know you know like okay think top gun you know the the volleyball scene uh where you set and then spike so i'm gonna go and do like a 30 minute preamble on twitter spaces where you can't share any content you can't really do good science of any type through a radio right you can talk about science you can insult each other you can mute each other's mics you know all kinds of crap but uh, that's what that that won't have anything to do with it it won't be about a debate it'll be just the barker i'll stand on the corner of twitter spaces and bark and get folks on and give them a link to a big zoom and get you know basically pour everybody that i can get from the twitter side into a zoom it's free it's simple you just click the link and give yourself a name um and then they can come in and see the data and then do like a two-hour presentation that's a that's format like a huh. say what sounds like a pyramid scheme actually um, well, it's, it's, it's just, no, I mean, I called it out. I said, Barker, hey, anybody that sells, you know, you go by Pepperidge farm and they give you a sample. That's the same thing. It's like, well, I, I will, I will post a couple things in the nest, but I don't look at Twitter spaces as anywhere near as effective as people being able to even just stare at a peer review paper, sit on the abstract for 10 minutes as you, as you yap about it, that has a different impact and a different uh, uh, quality to it than talking about science and throwing numbers and and quotations and and factoids at each other across the Twitter space. It doesn't, you know. So that's that's just a suggestion. Is think about how you might tie something together where you can get a larger group and then bring them into a space where you can really um, drill down and show them your data in a in a succinct, concise way because people. People get, you know, their cup runneth over pretty quickly. You start oh, showing got, them heat sheets. I've got the perfect scientist thing here. Okay. Okay. What's that? You want to, you want to reel in the fish, right? So we'll do like a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue. Yeah. Um, like of scientists. Or, I don't know. We'll figure something out. But we reel them in with the sex and then bring in the data afterwards. I feel like that mm -hmm. might work. Yes. Uh, I'm being facetious but what I'm saying. I know. That, I know. I know. You got to put the worm on the hook. 
got to put the woman on the hook. Yeah. So, and, and we do need to do a better job of that. But at the same time, we have thousands of people, doctors, scientists, etc. And I just don't know how to, because all we need is one or two big fish. I mean, look at Robert. Robert Malone is like a celebrity with a million Substack readers. And all he did was show up on Rogan and tell the truth. Well, kind of, you know, he, he told enough truth to, to hurt some feelings. And that's it. And there's 70 million people saw that. 70 million. I agree. So, you know, you know, maybe it's, you got a, a good idea. You don't want to flail about and just podcast a podcast a podcast. You want to be targeted. And Ooh. I've found that the best way to catch honey is with a scat. So. Yeah. But you know what? Um, there has to be one, there's one of them out there that cares about the truth enough that, that they're willing to actually do a little bit of the extra work to do it. Like, okay, yes. Would I like to go to Stockholm? Yes. That'd be pretty fucking cool. Would I like to have 40,000 paying member subscribers in Substack? Yes. Mm -hmm. But I like mm -hmm. I like that more than just 173. Yeah. But wait, that's but, double what I got you. Right. But Robert Malone, <laughs> Robert Malone has done nothing. He's 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 a pharma shill who has way more money than he deserves. And he's going to Stockholm and he's being treated as a he's being fitted about as, as a hero of some kind. When the only tangential things he's mentioned about the, the things that I'm actually doing, he's wrong about and uh, attributing them to the wrong people. And, but he's also like, he has a past and like, how the fuck, like, how can we not get the truth out there and people are willing well, to- Well, you just said, you just said the words, Charles. He has I a know. past, right? That um, has facilitated his- positioning in this um right but somebody somebody out there has to care like somebody actually has to say you know what i want to i want the truth like and i want to find it out like i'm just looking for one of those people to 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 be willing to say you know what yeah you're right you have things that are valuable that people need to hear and we need to stop gatekeeping i i just need one like, so if anybody in the chat or, or anybody else, like they can think of one person that might actually raise a fucking finger to do something about what we found. Because, because let's face it, I'm tired of, of Nick having to whore himself out for 40 years I'm, or however long. I don't know. Maybe I'm aging you too I much. never got paid. I, P, P, I never got paid. Okay. I, God, no, man. I didn't say whore, whores don't always get paid. Okay. That's a oh. big, that's a big miss. Yeah, yeah. I never pay him. Fuck him. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah, Marines actually Marines have a tendency <laughs> Marines have a tendency to marry them instead. That's a whole other story. <laughs> yeah. I've been yeah. to Waikiki. I know all about that. Right, but but we have to do it. We've we've done an it's it's not even about me, but I know the truth <laughs> and it has to get out there. And, and I'm like we're past the point where where any of us should have to be doing all of this ourselves because we shouldn't have to. And there has to be one, there has to be one person out there who's going to say, you know what, I'm actually going to do something about this because here's the truth. 
because I've had one person do that. And that one person, and I'll, I'll gladly talk about it, because it was Tyler Carden, who is the CEO of The Blaze, who contacted me and ultimately is the reason why I did that special. But he contacted me, and he happened to live close to me. And within three days, he said, hey, anytime you want to sit down, we'll talk. And I took him up on the offer. And turns out, three days later, I sat down with him at a little restaurant, and we talked for three hours because he actually cared. That is one of the few people that has gone out of his way, has actually cared about the data and trying to get the truth, actual truth out there. And the problem is, is that even he, as the CEO of The Blaze, like, he can only do so much. And we need, we need to find who these good people are and, and get their help because we need it. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I love Space Kitties, <laughs> but I want this to be over. I, I want to know your actual name and do not have to worry about the CIA killing you or me or, or anybody else. I don't want more people to be, I don't want millions of people to die from jabs over the next decade until we figure out that mRNA doesn't work. Like, it's, there's got to be a way. I, I I want more more horrible things than that. I want people to understand the bigger enterprise, and that's something that I don't know that it'll ever happen in my lifetime. And until they're all dying, they're like, "Oh wait, well, didn't some crazy guy have a sandwich board and he said that this was all about some stuff from the those depopulationists, those eugenicists?" I mean, and they're yes, dead, yes, you know, uh, no, we know, we know that you're right, but but yeah, that's why it sucks is because. I mean, the, the actual whole truth is so fucking ugly. Yes. It, it is terrible. But at the same time, it's so important <laughs> that there has to be yeah, you don't just Yeah, you don't just shrug and say, okay, mm, oh, that's horrible. That's, that's uninsurmountable. We just can't solve for that. I guess it's, you know, we'll just have to roll over and give up. Yeah. No, like, like we're fighting back against, against the WEF right now. And more and more and more people uh, and individual uh, municipalities are beginning to instate things like we will never have uh, central bank digital currencies in our state or we will never enact WEF or World Health Organization statutes uh, try, you know, applied from Switzerland in our state. Uh, those are the heartening things. Those are the bricks that are being laid to make a, a, an effective defense against this kind of stuff. Um, and we're not seeing um, there's not a white hot spotlight on, on, you know, the little people like us, but still the point, the bigger point is, um, you're getting success in, in the damn beginning to crack right after the crime, not decades later. So I'm still over the moon for everybody about, you know, I see you guys come back and you chew through more data and you go further and further into the microbiology or the statistics or the epidemiology. And I'm, I'm like, rah, rah. It might feel like a thankless journey, but it isn't because you have to be able to tell those stories and not drag people all the way back through all of the gory details. You have to be able to tell it as, a summary you have to do the cliff notes versions of things and that's what we're all trying to do is to simplify the complex into the accessible oh so you mean we need to i figured it out we just need to put a so, muzzle 
on four people. Robert Malone and pick three others. I don't really care. We no, he's months. a mockingbird. He's a mockingbird. So he's whether he's a partial good guy or an all good guy, or I don't know if he's going to be, you know, Emperor Palpatine and go blah <laughs> and pull off his mask at some point. Uh, you know, I he's don't see. That. He's not the mastermind. <laughs> I'll go ahead. And, I'll lay that to rest right now. Well, I, I, I'm being obviously, I'm, I'm being silly here, but I, you know, I mean, there is a Palpatine, but it's, not, it's definitely not him. <laughs> Well, I there there's probably several and and but it's it's a good it's a it's an important literary instrument to keep in mind about the villain and how you're taken in by a big brother who tells you that they're going to help save you from this insurmountable problem that's coming. And what you don't see are there other seven arms making all of that happening, all of the theater that's creating the problem to begin with. And most people don't want, don't want to hear about Ouroboros or or you know hegelian dialectic they fall asleep they they click off as soon as they hear stuff like that um so we have to keep finding simple you know down down home ways to comport that to folks and keep telling the story and it isn't about me and all my long lonely years and nobody would listen and all of the gay people don't like me anymore because i'm because i'm terrified i mean I, I this is what i bring to the table i'm like hi i'm nick let's talk about where hiv came from and their hair turns white um it's you know it's it's not about that journey maybe somebody will care about that or that'll be important but in the meantime it's about the message and it's well, about having found and checked all the science to be able to have effective arguments against people like warby right i i'm gonna go out on a limb here because go out on a limb because fuck it um but i think that you're like me and, and hold on doc jesus um i think that you're like me nick because you're actually an optimist. And because I'm a massive optimist, always surrounded by, by negativity and the Marine Corps and, and everything else. Um, and even though I could be an asshole and stuff, at the end of the day, like, like I, I was an optimist. I saw the future. I wanted, I wanted it to be a good future. And I think you're one of those people. And I think you hate it as much as I do that for the last X number of years or decades, you, you've had to be out of your element. Now, you can tell me that I'm completely wrong here, but, you know, statistically speaking, that's pretty good. I'm right. So, um, I, but I do think you're like me. See, like Kevin, I don't know. I, he, I think he's crazy and I think he, he might be kind of pessimistic, but, but I'm an optimist. I just, I, I want to live it. That's three all. years hating, three years hating it because I've had to, to beat this drum and I don't want to. I just want things to be better and it won't be better until the truth is now. And well, you can fuse those. You can fuse as in fusogenic. You can, you can merge those two things together, the truth and the details and the, the, the structure and coherence of your work, whether it, it is dovetailed in with other people's data or not, you know, your story, your version of, of what you think has occurred, your hypothesis with the, you can fuse that with your optimism about why it's important to know why it's important to come out of the cave as bright and as, as disarming as that big bright sun is up there. We need to get adjusted to it and you'll see that you've been living in a cave. You know, that's, we have to, we have to help people 
take the horrible stuff and see why it's important to face it and not just face it, but go and dismantle the things that are allowing and perpetuating it. You know, I don't think we're going to run around the world and get rid of all of these bio labs. I don't know who has the resources or the impetus to do that, but we could certainly help individual countries, um, you know, get up in arms about it and become aware of their localized risk. And that will only improve the reach as we've been maintaining these conversations with Johanna and with, you know, researchers in the UK and, and all over the world, it, it, it continues to elevate and whether they're the local spotlight or we're the local spotlight at the moment. Um, I like what you're saying about, um, yeah, that's, I, I'm definitely, I don't, I don't do this because I want everybody to crawl in the bed or get drunk and pass out and, and give up. I'm I'm doing this as a Paul Revere. This is, you know, the British are coming, the British are coming. And um even the burnt pizza crusts. And and to to help you know people see, wow, um there were a whole bunch of attempts during the HIV lab origin when it was really hot, right? When we could have when everybody was still right there and we could have really pulled Bob Gallo into account right in the middle of the HIV patent fight. There could have been all sorts of really good aha moments that we missed because there was a very strong and fatal apparatus working against the message getting out. Now that we've got this crazy internet, um, it's, it's a different game. So, and by the way, I didn't contribute testimony to the European uh, COVID summit. Charles, did you? Um. No, I think I've been, I'm being asked by somebody from the Czech Republic or Slovakia or something for something like that, but I don't think it's the same thing. So I don't think it's happening now. It's more of on the national level, not super national. Gotcha. Okay. Kevin, did you contribute anything? No, no, no. I wouldn't go near me, bro. Yeah. 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 You could have ironed your brown shirt and polished your boots. You would have looked very sharp, young man. That is, that is, the, best, that is the best encapsulation of, of that. that any encapsulation of anything, I think, during the pandemic. That was fucking awesome. You could have ironed your brown shirt, yes. That's, that's very- you know, you used a lint roller because that, you know, that nice dark brown, <laughs> it shows and all Hugo the boss. Yeah. Hugo Boss. Hugo Boss. Yeah, I like that. I like that. <laughs> I like that. I'm sorry, um, Kevin. Sure. We're totally like, like blocking you from talking, but. I'm eating peanuts and uh, scrolling the chat. So, <laughs> yeah, you guys. Well, let's, yeah, anything, anything in the chat we missed that we need to, we need to. Wobble over. Um, not not that I can see. Just um, I mean, ev- everyone's on child's side here. Um, yeah. it's it, it's a uh, pity we're just such a small fighting force. Um, effective one, but uh, small. And hey, hey uh, the, uh, the Discord crew. Before I even knew them, they managed to drag Glenn Beck and force him to say my name. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it was still live, and I'll be forever grateful. I didn't even know you guys back then, but you guys did that, and I will forever remember it. So I appreciate, I appreciate it. Yeah, that's. Uh, it doesn't take much to, um, you know, you've just got to be focused enough, and then, you know, you can, you can start budging people and nudging them. I hate using that word, but 
um yeah you know a few a few well-timed memes and um pressure and what have you and Legends, a lot of people pretty much whatever you want to call it you know. <laughs> but yeah hey, um, we're one we're gentlemen we're one but, but it's, it's fighting time it really is and not just because i can't do this forever because you know i have to live a life but but that is a good reason and so i, I I'm, I'm kind of at that point where i'm ready for for people to for to know that i've done my bit and the problem is, is that that I can't say that yet. So, um, so yeah, we need to we need to get over this hump somehow, because 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 really these are answers, okay? These these are big pieces that yeah, I mean, they they may not answer all the questions, but but they they check boxes and allow us to narrow our focus and really zero in and and. The fact that nobody's been using these weapons on our side is just so depressing. But, but fuck them. It's, it's time for we're just gonna have to do it ourselves. So, not no pressure, uh, guys. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, you know, I always say if you're gonna get in a fight, might as well just get it out of the way, right? And just yeah. <laughs> you're gonna win or you're gonna you're gonna slink away and lick your wounds. And I mean, fifty-seven um, pages for my backup thing. And by the way, this this got in the way of the other stuff I was trying to do, guys. So, you know, so I decided to finally finish it just because I needed to do it. Um, but but it 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 crimped my style on on other projects I was working on. So I definitely don't want to see it go for nothing. Um, um so well, I, I was going to say I can go over it, and certainly the. We can pull out some statistics and strap it on and um, make it. Well, um, I, I want you to know. I want you to know that I'm seriously considering your offer. I don't know if I want to talk publicly, <laughs> but but my, I was talking to my my mom. She's like, "Fuck yeah, that sounds like a great idea." So, um, I don't know. Uh, oh, they have offer. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, the um. Just as an update for people who are listening, um, I've had a uh, up update this week with respect to the sealed cold chained vials. Um, potentially next week, we'll be going to the lab. So um, I'm not I'm not sure what sort of access I'm going to be able to have, and how much I'm going to be able to record per se, but. Um, let me put it this way. I've got a very, very big hitter in Japan who wants to have a a look at what these things are um, yeah. with respect to plasmids and what have you. So um, we'll, 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 we'll see how that goes. Um, so with that bit of news, um, I might I might just switch the stream off and I'll just keep you guys on um, if that's, if that's